Thank you for joining us for an episode of the Ready Dice Roll Podcast. Let's get into the action. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. jump right back in uh, where we left off. The, the misfit group that had uh, taken a, a contract with the group known as Hive uh, has successfully returned with the uh, contracted jewel that you were uh, told to lift from the Fantigian Federation. Um, you met a, uh, a person of interest while in the city of the Fingerlands. Uh, his name was Thelonious. He was a tabaxi bard that assisted you in the, the, the capture of this jewel, which was held actually in uh, almost like a, a cathedral of sorts uh, with many guards, and he uh, invisibly lifted the jewel and slapped people on his way out. Uh, that was a very key note I remember from last session. Um, and uh, you guys returned the jewel, got paid, and uh, the, you were able to convince the, uh, the informant that gave you the contract to pay Thelonious the 500 gold pieces as well. Um, he also offered, because you successfully lifted this jewel, uh, admission into Hive as ranked members, but all of you declined uh, that were in that party, except for one of you, who is not here tonight, so we're not gonna mention him. Okay. Uh, he actually ended up staying behind after he was welcomed into the fold and uh, each of you left after he uh, went to join his brethren. Uh, and that's where we're gonna pick up. You have Philonius and Kerbeck um, that will be uh, heading to either outside the city or an inn. You do have some gold if you'd like to spend it. It's uh, midday at this point. Um, so it's your choice. What would you like to do? You said we got 500 gold from that? Yeah, you got paid 500, but you had some other gold that you'd gotten. I think you each had like 650 or so, roughly. Okay, I'm at 660, so that's yeah. probably already yeah. at the... Okay. Correct. Yeah, because you had your starting gold, plus um, there were some gold you were able to lift and do throughout the missions. So, uh, what would you like to do at this point? Um, I'd like to do some, I mean, I'm going to be real boring with it, but do a little shopping. Okay. Um, I, you're going to go with them, or are you going to head back to them? Okay. So Caravac and, and Philonius both head off towards uh, uh, the, the, the marketplace, where you know most of the shops are going to be located in the city. Um, as you're, you're making your way towards the city, uh, marketplace, which you are in Hawks Landing, one of the major hubs of the area. Um, you uh, you have a few choices. Is there anywhere you're specifically trying to head towards? Um, hang on. I'm trying to look and see how much this item costs, whether it's worth it or not. Okay. Oh, everyone has a single healing potion to start, by the way. Just regular. Uh, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, you get... Oh, I think you gave us graders. I have a grader. 
I think you might have gotten that from the last session, actually. Um, oh, okay, I didn't okay. listen to the whole yeah, thing, sure. but I think you got that from the last session. Okay, so I've got a healing potion, too? Correct. No. Um, but as I'll, I'll say while you're deciding where to head, well, you're just heading towards the marketplace, uh, you hear footsteps coming behind you. Uh, kind of hurriedly, um, not quite a run, but, uh, and then you hear, My good sets! My good sets! Uh, Karabak, Phillips. Yes. Uh, yeah, what are you, what's going on? Um, uh, you are the ones who just, uh, successfully, uh, yes, and he kind of, like, leans in a little bit closer. You just successfully returned, uh, the item. Am I correct? <laughs> yes. Well, it, you've proven, uh, uh, quite worthy of, uh, of a task that I think you might want to take. Would you be interested in earning some coin? How much are we talking here? Uh, uh, name a price. Well, what's the job? Uh, oh, you're interested in the job. The coin, I we can decide later, I guess. Um, no, we can decide all that. <laughs> um, basically, what I, I would like you to be tasked with is to accompany my my companion here. Uh, and that's where uh, Don's character will enter. Do you want to describe your character? Uh, yeah. So you see a um, an elf. He's got uh, a pale skin with a slightly bluish hue, uh, sort of um, dark greenish blue hair, and uh, striking green eyes. Wearing a, a suit of black studded leather armor with a uh, sort of a short black half cloak. Uh, he's um, he's also wearing a pair of black boots that have uh, sort of silvery-looking um, soles on the bottom of them. Um, uh, he, I'm sorry, this person was introducing me. Yeah, he. You were with him when he came up. Um, he was gonna say. He was saying you were. They were to accompany you. Uh, but I want you to be able to at least describe what they saw. Right, so you uh, see sort of standing uh, about 5'6", because uh, elves are small dudes. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I step forward, I uh, give a slight bow and say, uh, I am Sid Moonchan. So as I was saying, you are to accompany my, my associate here, Sid to a village to the west. Um, there have been issues uh, with the village. Uh, it's in kind of a prime location, and bandits have been trying to uh, disrupt the area. And uh, um, is that something you, you, you might be interested in doing? Well, I guess that we kind of just depend on what we, what we fucking pay-wise. Like, um, are we killing a ton of bandits? Or also, if you know we return the tools, oh. does that mean you're part of the hive? Uh, yes, I, myself and. Excellent um, question. Uh, yes, we both are members of hive. But uh, as far as to the answer of the the coin, the and bandits and all, uh, we're not sure how many. But uh, it, it's it's at least a
the, the village you're looking for, it's a small village, its name is Barrowbend, perhaps you've heard of it. It's along the road, just um, as, you're bend, as it bends south to head towards Asgareth, it, it, it veers off a small path towards the north, and uh, it's just a half day's ride. Okay, so you just want us to go down there, kick some butt, take some names, come back, collect some coin? Uh, yes, do whatever you like with their butts, but for sure kick some, some... Oh, I will, trust me. So, what... Uh, did you say a gold price, or did, uh, I, did we miss over that part? Uh... No, I was waiting. <laughs> he looks at Kerbach and notices, like, the stern, dedicated look waiting the coin. Um, I, I did not say a price, but, um, for such a task, um, without knowing... Uh, depending on how many bandits there may be, uh, I, I could probably give you a hundred gold pieces a piece. Plus, uh, if you can successfully bring me the leaders, uh, either a token that the leader has been killed and that this won't happen further, I can throw in an extra uh, two hundred fifty gold pieces a piece. So, so how about hundred gold pieces a piece? <laughs> 250 for the leader's head, and if I cut off an ear of every, the left ear of every single bandit we kill, could we get a little bonus on top of that? How am I to determine that it's a bandit's ear and not you just slaughter an entire village? What do you take me for? To <laughs> slaughtering people? I, no, 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 sir. No, no sir. but as uh, you just witnessed, you can see that we are capable of terrible, terrible tasks as uh, many people are, so I was just making sure uh, that's... Well, how, can you, how can I be determined that they're bandits? We went to the trouble of getting the leader set, I doubt we go out of our way for other people's ears. Yeah, and we're also taking one of your associates with us. He'll, he'll help us out so he can corroborate that they're all left ears of bandits. Yeah, I, I, I put my hand on the, uh, the man's shoulder from standing slightly behind him. Say, I think this one is being reasonable. Certainly, my word carries enough weight for you to offer an extra reward. Uh, roll a perception check, or a or persuasion at advantage. Who, me or Phil? Um, you. Please. Aw, oh, come on, say Phil. He, he, he spoke oh. last. Uh, ooh, natural 17. I don't think I have a bonus to it, just to say. That's still good. Yeah, that's a uh, 17. 17, okay. Um, so what you're requesting is the 100 up front, the 250 each for the bandit's leader's head, and you said 50 gold pieces per ear. Am I, is that correct? Yes. Um, Sounds fair to me. I can, I think I can get this agreed upon. Okay. Um, um, now, before you leave, uh, I would like you to, uh, uh, I would like you to come with me to uh, a location so I can outfit you with some, some items. Just some gear you might need. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds fine. Um, well, if this is agreed upon, uh, and he hands out his hand to shake, 
to Phil since he's the only one that's really pushing. I will shake it. Okay. Uh, he shakes your hand. I want you to realize you said 50 gold per year, not 50 gold per left ear. Oh my so god. So I will be returning every fucking year. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. Um, Let's get it. At that point, um, he he says, well, uh, thank you for being willing to take part in this. This is something we, we can't have happen, these bandits. It's it's happened before where bandits have tried to take over uh, this barrel bend, but... Um, each time their their own uh, village recruits can protect it, but it seems they've been overpowered this time. So um, we're grateful. So uh, is it always the same bandit leader, or different bands of bandits? Um, sometimes it's orcs, other times it's it's actual uh, bandit groups. But this one, uh, the only information I've been able to uh, recover is um, is humans of sort. Okay. Um, interesting. Interesting. Now, Bellrobend, it's roughly three days' ride to the west, and then again a half day's ride north after the the, the road turns south towards Asgir. Okay. So if you don't mind following me, uh, and he turns and walks towards actually the marketplace. Okay. I'll follow. So you guys make your way. And it's pretty lively. Um, Hawk's Landing, because of its location on the map, um, it's it's got a good bit of trade. Uh, there are a few Zeppelin you see in the sky flying into the uh, port atop a high tower that's at the center of the city, um, uh, probably two, three hundred feet in the air. Um, wide base that narrows up, uh, not to a point, but to a flat surface that you can see. And that's where typically the goods are unloaded from those Zeppelin. Um, you make your way into the marketplace, and uh, he he guides you to an area where uh, it's a, a, a smithery of sorts. And uh, standing there is a, another elf. Um, you don't recognize him, um, but would you like to describe your character, Cole? Uh, I am a uh, elf, a mark of the shadow. Uh, I have long long hair, kind of put up in a bun. Uh, brown, kind of a dirty blonde look hair. Uh, he got, he has actually green eyes. And he's kind of pale as well, wearing uh, just leather armor. Kind of looking a little beat up, but I'm just looking alright though. Pretty <coughs> rough. Okay. Um, he's standing there side, uh, looking over some armor and weapons of sort. And uh, the gentleman, which you don't know his name yet, he walks forward, uh, and you see the, the the blacksmith who's hammering away at a piece of iron. Turns, notices him, and uh, sits his hammer and uh, down on the anvil, um, brushes his hands off, and then uh, wipes him a little bit on his uh, long tanned leather uh, apron that's on his front side, and walks forward and says, "Is there something I can be in service of you?" Uh, yes, um, see that these um, fellows are outfitted with um, any gear that you might need and uh, make sure to give them a good price. They are tasked with a contract. Uh, so if there's anything else I can do, please, uh, you know where to find me. Uh, those who were in the last session know how to get to the entrance of Hive and all, so 
Um, I, and so that gentleman then walks off, leaves you there, and uh, I, and the Smith says, "Is there something that I can help you, gentlemen, with?" You said you were going to give us gear. Uh, yes, I, I'm willing to give you a, a discount um, for any gear that you might need, as well as special items that I might be able to task and make for you? Is there something in particular that I might be able to help you with? I mean, you all look to be well, well maintained, and you hear this, by the way, so you can interrupt me. Question for you, Dean. Would I have 650 gold on me as well or not? 300. 300? I'll give you 300. You're level 5, you have some gold. Oh, we're level five? Yeah. <coughs> no. Oh no. Let's, let's, let's skip the games. Do you have anything worse now? Uh, I have weapons, of course, and I, I do have a set of armor. Um, what, you like, wear heavy armor? Channel, you, so. you wear heavy armor, though? Yeah. Um, it would be suited for someone of your stature, and it seems like it might fit you. What's the damage? Well, it, it's a it's it's a it's suit of armor that I just re got returned from the uh, um, no, this isn't the guy that stutters uh, from the the arcane school here in Hawks Landing. That um, what it can allow is give you uh, just a little bit of extra resistance against any type of like slashing damage or bludgeoning damage. Basically, it's a plus one set of okay uh, changes. Ouch. Um, Look it up. <laughs> and you, sirs, looking at Felonius and Sid, is there anything that uh, I might be able to assist <clears throat> you with? I'm already well up, sir, but thank you. Absolutely. And you? So what kind of things do you have to make me a little buffer? I haven't had a lot of gym time, so something to make me a little harder to hit. Um, like a protection ring, amulet, things like that? Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any magical items like that, but you might be able to head over to, and uh, I guess you don't know this from session one, you weren't in that session, Thelonious, but they raided the magic shop of Hawk's Landing okay. uh, and stole a bunch of shite. Um, so you can go there, but I'm just giving you a little backstory. Uh, I did hear that he suffered some losses few weeks ago, um, but he perhaps might have an item such that you're looking for. Okay. Um, what, yeah, what, what are our immediate surroundings? Like, where are we standing? You're kind of in the town square, like the marketplace, uh, open atrium, or, or open marketplace. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so we're outdoors and we're standing in front of uh, some manner of stall? Yeah, like a blacksmithing stall. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, I will give you a warning. Um, I know you're contracted through Hive. Um, I know they pay well, but I wouldn't attempt to, now that you've accepted this contract, fail in any way. 
As you, my good sir, I can tell, you are aware, looking at Sid. Well, it's profitable to stay in their good graces in any case. Indeed it is. And you can just let me know if you want to buy it or not, once you find it. Um, it's just Chainmail plus one, if you just search Chainmail. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, but it's not showing me any other versions of Chainmail or any actual Chainmail. It's just giving me the base 75 GP cost of Chainmail. Watch the video, though. Plus Um, well, uh, if I can be of any other assistance, you know where to find me now. Uh, I do have, uh, of course, weapons of sorts if you need more arrows or bolts for your crossbows or, or bows. I have those plenty to spare. Um, daggers of sorts. But uh, the, the, the place you're looking for for you, my good sir, it's going to be located right over there. And he points towards the corner area. Uh, you can see actually like a... a a dark purple tinted building made of like purple bricks. The door is this bright pink uh, color, but clear glass uh, windows you can see in the... Are you guys going there or? Uh, I'm gonna let them go inside if they're going there and I'm going to uh, stay out Side and see if I can taste the joint. Okay. Um, okay. At this point, how uh, is the building situated in relation to other buildings? Is like, are the sides and back of it secluded at all? Um, it's in between a few other buildings, so it, it's kind of like on the edge, the square of it. So it's all the buildings are kind of put together. Think of like a shopping center, kind of like that. So it just okay. It, yeah, it's more the front of it. You can see is different colored bricks. Um, Almost either painted or tinted a different color when they were cat or made, and uh, so yeah, it's the sides are not actually there might be a, an alley behind perhaps, um, but you're welcome to to check it out if you'd like. Uh, I do want to uh, skulk around back there, but you can go ahead and start the like RP whatever they're doing inside the shop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm doing that if you like. Um, you guys walk in and you see some scorch marks, um, some burn marks, um, those who are walking in. Did you go with them? I am actually following Don's character. Okay, so Don, uh, give a perception check, I guess, because you have a, a tail. <laughs> okay, was he attempting to hide from me? Nope. No. Um, <laughs> I'm just following. So what's your passive perception, I guess? Uh, well, my, yeah, that would be, uh, 13. I would but if he's say, not attempting to hide, then I should just be able yeah, to Yeah, you, you hear him and see right? him. Yes. Um, so you see uh, this uh, gentleman who was just standing, an elf, standing at that smith shop, um, uh, following, how far would you like to be behind him? 15 feet. Okay, 15 feet behind you. Uh, I'll uh, approach him and, and just say, Friends, what I do, I will do more effectively alone. Why don't you go into the shop with everyone else and uh, keep the shopkeeper occupied? I'll find you something nice. Okay. <laughs> 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 Better be nice. 
the shop. Okay, so you come in a few, uh, just a few moments after the other two had gone in. Caravac and Felonius, and as well as uh, Farland, notice some burn marks near a staircase that's off towards the right, um, towards the rear of the shop, um, at the base of it. There's some, some, just looks like there was a, not a huge fire, but definitely good enough to where the, the wood is, is scorched and, and burnt away at certain parts. You see an older gentleman with some burn marks up his legs and on his body, um, at parts that you can see at least, and he's in uh, a robe, but you see along his ankles and all those burn marks. Um, his hands also, you see some burn marks um, as you see him sweeping up still some dust and debris. Yes? Are, uh, are you still open? What, what, what the hell happened here? Thieves. What You're not thieves, thieves, are you? No. Uh, no, we're here to... <laughs> we're actually uh, here to shop. Um, yeah. Uh, is this a good time? Well, I, I don't have much left, but uh, what, what can I help you with? I need the coin, of course. Well, I'm kind of looking for something to make me a little stronger in battle, something to make me a little harder to hit. Uh, I'm an adventurer, can't you tell? So, <laughs> uh, do you have any items uh, kind of like that? Um, I, yeah, let, let me see. I, it's been a rough few weeks, as you can see. Um, and you actually can see some scrape marks like along the bar. Um, there's, so in front of you there's a bar that stretches the full length, like a, a counter area. He, he walks through the one door that's just like a, on a single hinge and it, kind of like a saloon, like And he walks behind, goes, and you see he disappears about behind a separate wall that's behind that counter. You hear him rummaging through a few things and he comes back after a few moments and uh, you see him holding uh, a single ring, uh, and uh, yes, uh, I have this. Is this something? It's a. It'll make you a bit harder to hit, and maybe protect you a little bit. So I'll, I'll look at it. Okay. Basically, it's a ring of protection. Plus, uh, it gives you plus one to AC and all. Uh, not exactly what I was looking for. Um. Uh, let's see. Um. I guess if that's all you have, I mean, what do you want for this piece of junk? Piece of junk? <laughs> piece of junk? This is a rare uh, magical item. It's not rare. Um, <laughs> well, I was hoping for something better, but, you know, I mean, I guess if that's all you got. Yes, um, uh, do you have it pulled up by chance? Uh, like a ring of protection? I sure should do. I figured you you were looking for that, so... Uh, DM? Yeah. Uh, obviously during all of this I'm trying to get around to the back of the building, so I don't want to, like, get you boxed in in terms of what happened in their interaction. So, like, just whenever you want to... Sounds good. Uh, once this is up, I'll actually... we'll head back to that part. Okay. Uh, what's the price on that, uh, Ring of Protection? Uh, so magic items don't usually have a price listed. The price DMG range, right? makes price suggestions based on rarity. I think that rare items are usually worth 5,000 golds. All um, I could find on mine was 3,500. <laughs> um, yeah, magic items are fucking expensive if you're not, like, uh, home-brewing it. 
to make them more accessible. Yeah, I mean, a ring of protection does a plus one to AC. I know the cloak does plus one to saving throws as ring, well. The ring of protection does plus one to AC and plus one to saving throws. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Well, this one just makes you a little bit harder to hit. It's just plus one to AC. Um, it's gonna run you about uh, a thousand gold pieces. Uh, did you say six hundred? No, I said one thousand. And I'm gonna step in <laughs> <coughs> and say no. I heard six hundred in an attempt to intimidate you. Are you gonna roll for that? Uh, I will allow you to do an intimidation roll. Alright. Thirteen? Well, he rolled a natural fifteen, if you want to keep. Shit. For, uh... Well... I, as you can see, some bastards came in here and set my place on fire. Um... Stole some of my, my better items. That's actually where you got that healing potion from them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because um, we were rolling to see what potions we have. So, what I can say is, is, is there anything else you're looking for? So if I can do a group package, maybe. I walk up my, my kind sir. Uh, this gentleman, uh, I think he can bump it down to at least 700. 700? Um, I can't do 700. What about 750? Um, as of right now, I can do 950. 750. Do you have anything to trade? What What? What if I buy a healing potion and you do a package with that? You don't say a healing potion. How much? Do you want? I want to probably greater, so that would probably be 50 more pieces. Look up the cost for greater healing, which I think is more than 50. They're super, potions are super expensive. Not as much as magic items, but... The standard potion of healing is worth 50 gold. Which, a greater, I think, is 250, if I remember right. Yeah. Know what it says? That sounds right. Um, so, if you want a, a, a greater potion to keep you well-maintained, and this ring here, which, of course, has been in my family for many years. I don't want to part with it, but I need the coin. Um, I could do both of them for, I'd say 1,020 gold pieces. What about, uh, 850? 850? That's not even the cost of the ring. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got 600 gold, so it was a long stretch anyways. But I'll, I'll keep talking to the... Okay. So at this point, um, Sid, you find your way, uh, you have to kind of go out of the market. It, there's only two entrances, and that's on the east and west side of the marketplace. Um, and you find your way around, takes you the whole time of this uh, occurrence to find an alleyway. It's a very thin alleyway. You do see a few people moving about it um, off in the distance. Um, okay. Um... Yeah, so, like, uh, is an error, are there people in the alleyway with me? Uh, not immediately. They're, so, it's roughly about 100 yards long. 
Mm -hmm. um, they're probably two thirds of the way down. That shop that you're aware of, it was kind of in the corner area, so it's only maybe 30 feet, 40 feet from where you're standing. Okay, uh, so I want to, um, I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion to make it, are there any like boxes or anything stacked up back here? Like, uh, oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll cast Minor Illusion to create uh, like just a large crate to sort of give me some cover and, and sort of squat down while I'm examining. Are there windows onto the back of the shop back here? No windows, there is a door though. Door. Uh, there, uh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. There's a door on the first level. On the second level of the building, there is a single window. Okay. Um, it does look like it has some bars over it. There may be a locker, may not. Um, you can attempt it. Okay. Uh, let's see. If I assess, if it looks like I can do it without being like immediately seen, I'd like to climb up the wall uh, using my special slippers of spider climbing and examine uh, that barred window. Okay. Um, I would say looking over from your location, you can see that the, the two or three people that were in the alley, one of them has already walked off into one of the shops or buildings that it's, uh, two of the other ones are actually like lifting a heavy crate, it looks like, or a heavy barrel. Mm -hmm. uh, so you probably have the opportunity, you, you imagine you could, you could attempt it. Yeah. Uh... Will just tell me what to roll. Um, you don't need to roll for athletics or anything. Um, you can you can do an investigation check on the window, see if you can find a way to unlock it or open it. Okay. It's not bad. Let's see, investigation. That is going to be a twenty-one. Nice. Okay. So you see the the window is blocked by welded barred uh like so it's not going to be able to be unlocked as far as like the actual you to slide in but you could probably maneuver a way to unlock the actual glass window behind it just barely mm -hmm. like stick your lock picks probably through to be able to reach in there and open the window i mean so if you the bars would still be in my way they would okay um but you can see and it leads into a bedroom it looks like Wait, I can get through the bars? Well, you can see through the glass behind the bars. Oh, I can see it. Sorry, I thought you were saying I could get in. The um, bars are roughly... I'll, I'll keep on climbing up. Uh, what's the roof of the place like? Uh, on the roof, you see there is a locked hatch. Okay. Like an access. Uh, Alright, and you, you said there are zeppelins and stuff about us. Do I... Would I be worried about, like, a, a watch? from a zeppelin or anything um it's possible but there well, i'll tell you what i'll just i'll cast minor illusion again over next to that hatch to get and squat down inside it to give me cover while um okay. uh yeah and i'll just i'll just put uh yeah i'll put a, a false chimney there and squat inside of it okay um is the hatch locked um it is but you can attempt okay. to use your thieves tools. I have that, and I also have expertise in it. Um, so rolling to pick the lock. Uh, that's gonna be a 15. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, it unlocks, and you feel the hatch kind of give way a little bit, almost like the hinges are a little too tight on it, but it can, it kind of just does, just opens up a little bit, 
Because there isn't a handle or anything from the outside. Okay. Uh, I will very gingerly open it up and peer inside to see if I see anyone or hear anything. You do hear uh, two floors down the conversation about the ring and a potion at this point. Them uh, trying to agree upon a price. Uh, the light is spilling in enough for you from the window and above now that this goes into the same bedroom, actually, uh, in the one corner of it. You can see a bed, a, a four-poster bed, a side table with a drawer in it, uh, a desk with a, it looks like there might be enough space for a drawer beneath it, and then a, uh, what's that called where you keep your clothes? Closet? Not a closet, the Not like closet. piece of furniture. Armoire dresser. 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 I always forget dresser. I don't know why. <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah, wardrobe works. Armoire. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll gently lower myself down into the room, and I want to investigate it to find to see if I can find anything valuable. Give me your stealth check. Stealth. Yeah. <sighs> that is twenty-three. <laughs> you are good. You imagine you land very lightly, and. Uh, Nothing in the room shakes or from your drop. Um, it gives just the lightest of like, boom, as your feet touch, but very ever so slightly. All right, what's in here? What are you searching first? Uh, first I will look. Yeah, did you say there was a bedside table? Yep. I'm gonna start there, move to like under the bed, under the mattress, then I'll check the desk and any drawers on that. Uh, and like any furniture in here, I'm going to check the obvious compartments and I want to check like up under things. Okay. Um, so you're starting but right beside the desk, or the bed I mean? Yeah. Um, give me an arcana check since you are the arcane trickster, I will allow you to do that beforehand. Okay. That is eight. Eight? Uh, you can tell there's a bit of magical energy or essence along the desk and beneath the bed. Just some, almost like a, you feel an energy kind of radiating off of them. Okay. Um, you do know you're on a, in a magic shop, so... Right. Can I, I guess, based on my role, I wouldn't be able to tell exactly what it was. Um, yeah. So, which means I probably wouldn't be able to make an attempt to disarm any trap. I would uh, I'll just leave those things alone. Okay. So you can, um, yeah, the side table, if you want to give the investigation roll. Okay. Uh, as part of that, I want to, like, check the bottom of the drawer and make sure, make sure there's no, like, false bottom or anything like that. I wouldn't expect anything less. Man, I'm going trash. Uh, investigation, nine. Nine? Uh, you find a few uh, letters of sorts, uh, a small journal uh, with some writing in it. You can take that if you'd like. Um, set Not unless it looks interesting. Ink and quill, um, nothing really in the desk at all, or the side <laughs> table, I mean, and you don't find a false bottom. Okay. Uh, I guess I will quietly try to make my way down one more floor. I know that there's three floors. Okay. Um... There's actually only two floors, so you could go down to the first level, but there was one other, there was the the dresser, I remember the word, 
There's the dresser. Oh, is there, is there a separate roll for that? Um, I'll allow you to do a separate investigation <laughs> roll of that specifically. Okay. Investigation 19. 19? Okay. Um, you find uh, specifically a few uh, robes of sorts. One of them is burned very badly. It's almost like a white nighty is kind of what it looks like. Um, that is burned up one side. And uh, also the cap you find with it with a little bit of scorch marks on it. Um, you do find a small coin purse. Uh, has a sort of coins in it. Uh, if you'd like to open it to see how much, or you can wait. Uh, I'll just pocket that for now. Okay. Um, and um, because you rolled high enough, you do find a single rolled up like piece of parchment, but it's a scroll of sorts. Okay. Can I tell? Does it seem like a magic scroll? Well, it seems to be, um, from what you can tell. Well, I'll identify that later too. I'll just. Stick in the uh, the satchel under my cloak for now. Okay. Um. All right. The stairs that lead down. There are <laughs> stairs leading down, right? Correct. Where do they come out? Would that be like in the main room or in the back room of the? Can I tell? Um. Looking from the top of the stairs at the end of the like kind of the end of the hallway, you can hear the voices are not at the base of the stairs, but probably 15, 20 feet away from them, to the north, we'll okay. say. Um, Alright, so here's what I want to do, is wherever the, the staircase opens up into the next room, instead of going all the way down the stairs, yeah. I want to grab onto the ceiling and use my slippers of spider climb to stay on the ceiling and sort of skulk around up there to see what I can see within the shop. Okay, so that's where we will return to the other group, which they are discussing this price. Uh, I, I can't. I can't do nine, uh, eight fifty. I could do uh, one thousand twenty gold pieces, and then you guys see behind the man, the companion you just got assigned to go with, start walking on the ceiling behind him very quietly. Actually, give me your stealth roll for that. Um, All right. Uh, once I see him, I'm going to say, "God damn it! I want eight fifty. He wow. Uh, what was your stealth roll? Uh, that's a 24 for 24. Uh, I was going to give you advantage, but that's more than enough. Uh, so you can see um, from your location there. Is, so at the it, it, the door is here at the front of the building at the north side. There's 15 to 20 feet, then a small or a bar or counter of sorts that stretches from one side of the building to the other. But on the side mm -hmm. where the stairs come down, there's a small like door on a hinge, about a 10 or a five foot area, a faux wall. And behind that, another 20 feet of, uh, looks like storage area for, for some different supplies. Okay. Yeah. Um. um so, uh, I, 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 you don't need to get upset. Um, I need a gold, but not that bad. Um, and, oh, and the law is very heavily enforced in the city. Sorry, I said that session one, but I should say that since there's so many new members in this party. Right, so this is a, this a high-risk endeavor? Gotcha. Yes. Um. Uh, and that's where when I told them, they were like, yeah, let's go steal from the shop. Uh, after hearing that, it's a very, like, you would go to jail very quickly. Yeah. Okay, so, um, sorry, were you going to continue RPing with them, or are we still on my endeavor? Um, I'll finish theirs real quick. So, I, look, I kind of just want you to leave, but I need the gold. So, I can do a thousand gold pieces, 
Unless you have something to trade me to lower the price a little bit. And that's for the potion? And the ring. That's a 250 gold piece, please. Just, I want you to leave. So what, what other potions? Did you have other healing potions? Things like that? Asking for more. You had like regular healing <laughs> potions? Oh god. Yes, I have only a few more potions, but what, what can I get you? I mean, if you don't want to do business, that's fine. I'm trying to figure out what you have. I like, do. Do you have regular healing Your friend potions? here just yelled, as you can see, I'm a little bit jumpy. You see the burns! And he pulls the sleeve and the burns go up his arm completely. Well, I could offer to, to heal some of that, but I mean, I don't... I definitely don't want to just help you out for no fucking reason, so... You can, like, remove the burns? I mean, I could give you a little bit of healing, but I, I just don't like the attitude that I'm getting, so I don't think I'm going to be doing that, just willy-nilly. I'm just very nervous. Um... Great, so you have people coming into your shop trying to purchase things from you and you just want to act like an asshole, so... Yeah, well, um, we just yelled! Have potion. I have two healing potions. One of them is greater, as I've explained. And you can see he's very distraught, actually, at this point. Like, he's just, like, kind of, like, tugging at his hair a little bit. <laughs> the okay, remaining right, hair. Listen, listen, grandfather, grandfather, listen. Calm down, calm down. Can you go to the back and see if you have anything better than a greater? Or any other kind of potions, like oh no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, is the back where I am? Yeah, like you just told him to go back where he's kind of located. Oh, I thought he was on the ceiling. He is, yeah, but he's he... like at the stairs, like where they come down at that faux wall where the back oh, is. Oh, okay. The, no, Nick's that. I thought he was like right above us. So no, 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 yeah. Get away he's kind of so behind. I would say he's roughly 10, 15 feet behind you guys on the ceiling. Uh, I'm gonna look around really quick. See what else I can see. No, stay here. I will. I will see what I have left. I know I have the potions. I have this ring. Let me see. Uh, Dawn, you can react as they say the pricing and the yell. How would you like to react? Okay. So basically, while I'm back there, as quickly as I can, I just want to like take inventory of what valuable stuff is on these shelves, or I assume, like... So I'm behind the counter on the ceiling, right? Correct, and uh, so the faux wall only covers... So the building's roughly 20 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it only covers 10 feet, so there's a five-foot way to the back on the left side and on the right side where you are. So you can see <laughs> you're kind of at where the faux wall is, and there's 20 feet of space back there. There are some shelves... There's a workbench, and then uh, some crates and barrels and sorts. Pops. Alright, I just, I want to search all of it quickly. Okay, um, give me a, an investigation roll, real quick. Or perception. Okay. Perception or investigation, to be honest. Whichever you'd like to do. Uh, I'm going to go investigation, because I've got to get in score. I just rolled garbage earlier. The armor. Ooh, nice. Uh, so that is 21, investigation. Okay, uh, you, you see a set for alchemy, for brewing, um, making potions of sorts. Um, you see uh, sorted ingredients back there, some flowers that are dried out. You see pouches of different, probably powders and different um, items that you would brew potions with. Um, on one of the shelves, you see glass vials uh, empty, um, some corks beside them. Uh, Besides that, without like rooting through the crates and all, you wouldn't be able to find much else. Or there is one, so 
the one shelf that you can see that's on the back of the like the rear of the faux wall on the opposite side um, mm -hmm. there's a single like uh, big drawer on it like pull out on the base so um, but at that point is when they're kind of discussing about him going back is I would say at that point uh, I'm gonna take a risk I want to open that drawer okay are you uh, you'll have to probably drop from the ceiling to get to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come down for the ceiling. Okay, it is relatively dark back there. It's not completely dark, but it's much darker because the only bit of light that's back there is coming from the two open sides beside the faux wall. So it's uh, it's like dim light. Um, you can uh, open it up, yeah. Give me a separate stealth roll for that uh, opening it quietly. Okay. Uh, that's like a thousand. Uh, 28. 28 okay uh -huh. um, as you, op you open it real quickly and that's when he's like well let me go look and see what I have left um, you see a closed small box um, probably four inches squared um, closed you see a uh, two potions uh, or two vials of a red bubbly liquid that you recognize as healing potions um, one looks a bit darker in color which you recognize as a greater healing potion and then uh, one other vial you see kind of on the edge of the, the rest of it's empty. You see it's kind of in between the crack where that, sh that base meets the other side. And it's this yellow looking liquid. It has a bit of uh, like crystals is what it looks like floating around in it. Or clear, uh, like, what are those uh, things you can grow? Uh, mushrooms? Not mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stones that you can grow. The um, Crack? No, not crack. Poppy seeds? No, you guys like you can grow them like in a little petri dish or whatever. It's like a, it's like a gem Marley? or crystal or something. It's that's what you see. It's like what, floating inside there are these very what's up? A chia pet? No, it's not sea monkeys. No, I'll think of it when we're done. Uh, it's basically like clear, tiny little stones floating around inside of it. Okay, I I'm gonna scoop all of that into my bag. Okay. Uh, is he heading? Is he heading to the door? Yes. Oh, hey. to the the little swivel gate. Hey, hey, sir. Hey, sir. What? I, I'm, I'm sorry that I yelled. It's fine. Just don't do anything. Phil. I'm gonna cast Machan and put it in between him and the door, and try to. I know it can only move ten pounds. I'm gonna try to kind of scoop him towards me. Listen, listen, listen. I'm sorry. It's been a rough what? day. Uh, go out on this adventure. Why? <laughs> He's holding his hair again, like. Six hundred and sixty gold pieces, and I'll take that ring off your hands right now. That's deal, right? And you there. can help. You can help change. You know, you can get some of these burns cleaned up. I'll even throw in some healing spells to kind of help heal you up a little bit. Six hundred and sixty gold, and we have a deal. And healing. And the whole time the main hand is just gently like kind of pulling him back, just not not just a little bit of force like, of like trying to guide him back towards you. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw I saw I saw Doc's character right now. I'm just trying to like you know, hey 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 six sixty. I'll even like brush the back of his Okay, I can I can I I, I, I oh god. Yeah, I, and I, as soon as I finish scooping that stuff into my bag, I'm jumping back on the ceiling and making my way out. Okay, um, give one more stealth check. Uh, okay, and then. Give me a persuasion check, Phil, at disadvantage. At disadvantage? Because he's very distraught at this point. He's just... 
Well, it's a good thing my persuasion is great. Disadvantage is a 19. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, my, my stealth check is 28. So you uh, just kind of like jump up and you see there's a, you see the top of the shelf and you kind of are able to use enough like kind of lift on yourself to pull at it, to lift your feet and throw them up against the ground and you feel your slippers just kind of like bloop, but like silently touch against the ceiling and you quickly run up the, the wall, sure. kind of Assassin's uh, Creed so style. I heard them talking about the ring, right? Yeah. Um, can I see it? Um, is it is it in someone's hands? Where where is the ring? Uh, it was in his hands. Uh, I'll say per because he was facing away from you, you couldn't see it. Um, okay. But you heard about the ring, so you imagine that box was meant for the ring um, from uh, the size of it. Um, well, I've got the box now. Yeah. Um. So he okay. What I can do is, and you make your way upstairs, no issue, and they see that. Um, I can give you the ring for 850 and the potion for 175. Oh, that's super cheap. Yeah, you're, you're giving us a great deal. I don't have that much gold metagaming. I don't. Your companions have so, some extra gold, though. I'm not asking them for that. Um, listen, like I said, 660 is all I can really do. I'm about to go clear some bandits out, but they're attacking the town, so if, if we can't meet at 660 for it, um, you know, I appreciate your time, and uh, I, you know what, I will offer that healing spell. It's still just, um, if, if you're still feeling hurt, that'll be free of charge. I'm not hurt, I'm just burned. I, this will take probably more magic than I imagine you could muster. Not, no offense, but... I don't mean it, you're not strong! <laughs> no. no, you're fine, you're fine, you're um, fine. You said 850 for the ring. 850 for the ring. 175 for the potion. Not together. Hey, hey. You buy them together. It's is, the is, is the ring still in his hand? It is. Fuck. Fuck. I didn't plan this much of uh, shopping <laughs> for the session. Hey, uh... My new friend, uh, I, I don't mind giving you three hundred, buying you two hundred gold for uh, for the ring. Is it the nerf ring? It's it's just uh, plus one to AC. It's plus one to AC because the, the other one's way more expensive. <laughs> yeah, the other one's expensive as shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I was trying to dumb it down. Basically, you would have to go in and adjust it in the notes. I mean, that's gonna get me from a fourteen to a fifteen. I was hoping for the saving throw thing too. I tell you what, grandfather. I'll take the potions. Uh, what would you bring out here? You brought out the. Um, he didn't bring any uh, potions. Yeah, he just brought the ring with him. Oh shit! I thought he brought them out. No, no. He can't go back there and look. Oh, well, he can. Fuck it. So yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll we'll take. Uh, we'll, we'll, let's see the healing potions you have. Okay. <sighs> can I go to the back now? You're not gonna stop me with your little hand. It's an invisible hand. He didn't know that. Oh, he just felt it. A ghost. I'm haunted in here. Haunted of a fire. Yeah, yeah, yes, you can go back to the back now. Fantastic. And you, he walks off and you hear the... <laughs> as the door... Uh, as Sid hears that. Yes. When he goes, does he take the ring with him? He does. It's in his okay. hand. Okay. 
I want to creep along behind him on the ceiling. Uh, can I? Uh, do I see him? In the back room, like you're going to climb back down? Just yes. like behind, yeah, directly behind him. Do I see him going down? On the ground or on the ceiling? Sorry. On the ceiling. Okay, um, give me your stealth roll for that. Do I see him? You do. Uh, um, can I walk up behind him and touch him and cast invisibility on him? Uh, he would have to go to the back. Oh, completely to the back? Yeah, he's behind the door. That well, I thought he went back up the stairs. He did, but the stairs, so the stairs oh. come down, the door's like here, but you can then, the faux walls like that. So it's like, it comes down at the base of where that Um, I, I would like to just do a little dance, and I'll, uh, I don't know if you need it, but I'll give you a part of inspiration. Thanks. I'll allow it. <laughs> Alright, I rolled a 23 for stealth. Uh, he seems to not notice you. You do hear when he gets back okay. there, he's kind of muttering to himself, like, can handle this shit. <laughs> Alright, uh, so, if, uh, is the ring in his hand? It is. Alright, so arcane tricksters are able to use mage hand to, uh, take things away that people are holding. Yes! <laughs> um, let me find the feature to make sure, uh, it makes them, they're still aware that it's been taken from their hand, though. Correct. I mean, they'll be aware that it's, that, yeah, there's something they were holding that's no longer in their hand. But listen, when you take, when you cast Mage Hand, you can make the spectral hand invisible, stow or retrieve objects, or use thieves tools to pick locks and disarm traps at range. You can disguise this with a sleight of hand check. And you can use the bonus action, granted by the way, that's not it. Um, I know, I know that there's, I know that there's, I know I can use uh, mage hand to steal things from people. Let me find the arcane trickster page. Make sure we got that bardic inspiration. One d eight. Oh, d eight. Yeah, one d eight. Nice. So you got that. So remember that. So, yeah. So basically, you Sorry, are attempting. I'm just sure this is a thing I can do. Yeah. But um, you are basically attempting to try and grab with mage hand the ring that he's holding in his right hand, as like. Sneakily. Yeah, stealthily, without him noticing. Correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get it from him. If he notices, like he'll notice that it's gone. But yeah. like, I'll duck behind something. Like oh, I'll get out of the ring. Okay, I will say before you do this, you do know that Phil used, I mean, it's invisible, but you, I guess you wouldn't have now, seen Phil, it. Now, Phil's mage hand would be visible. Yeah, yeah, mine is visible. Gotcha. So you would have seen like a spectral. Okay, so you, you saw Phil use mage hand and in front of him. So I would imagine, what's your intelligence? Uh, my intelligence is, um, 16. Okay, so you are very smart enough to deduce that there's a possibility he might try and blame it on the people that are in the shop. Um, possibly. Um, Alright, now this might, this might be getting get fiddly with rules as written. You're the DM, so you can make a decision about it. But, uh, in the Arcane Trickster, like, class features section, uh, it lists under Mage and Legend of Aim, however that word's pronounced, uh, you can retrieve an object, let's see, 
Okay, no, no, I can't do it anyway. It has to be in a container that the man is wearing or carrying. But I can stow an object that my main hand is carrying. Um, I would say you can attempt it. Obviously, he's going to be aware that it disappears out of his hand, like, the second mm -hmm. he does Unless it's at a specific moment where, like, something causes him to fall or something. Um, I don't know. It'd have to depend on the situation. Um, but if he's just, like, holding it and you snatch it... Alright. I it. want to try to sneak that box back onto the top of whatever table it was in. It was in that drawer. Him say what? It was in that drawer. Right. I'm just going to put it on top of the table. Okay. He'll probably just, I'll assume that he'll assume that he just left that box there. I'm going to try to put the empty box on top of the table without him noticing. Okay. Should I make a slide of, with my mage hand, can I make a slide of hand check for that? Uh, I'll allow you to use your stealth roll that you had done to try and like steal it before the 23 or whatever. Okay. Um, so I'll just leave the box there and, and uh, I'll observe him silently to see if he puts... Okay. Um, you see him walking back muttering to himself, just like mumbling... And Joel did it again. <laughs> did what again? Uh, you didn't mute on that one, big boy. Uh, that's just me pouring a drink. That's me getting water. Oh, oh it sounded oh. like a, a urine fest like no. before. No, no, no. I, I, all I did, I muted it, or turned the volume or the video off so you didn't just see Sky behind it. Got it. Are you good? Um... <laughs> so you see him open the drawer and go, Motherfucker! Where is it? And then he sees the, the uh, little box on top and he goes, Thieves! And he turns and uh, walks to the front. How'd you do it? How did you do it? He's still hanging onto the ring? Yeah, it's still in his hand. He's like clutching it now. He's like, How'd you do it? With his right hand. Look, how, how do we do what? It's missing! All of it! What All that this? remains is the box! What? Alright, fuck it, I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah. Are you taking the box now, or leaving it? Uh... I'll take the box, and that way if he goes back, it'll hit it, 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 <laughs> someone other than people he was talking to. Okay. So you take the box, give me your stealth roll to sneak out unheard, um, and we'll resolve this for you guys. Um, what did you do with it? How did you do it? I was looking at you. Using my uh, bardic inspiration on that one. That's it! I'm gonna get the guards if I have to, so help me! We're just standing here doing business with you. We didn't steal from you. Let me see your hands. Show me your hands! We'll, we'll, we'll put our hands up. Listen, what is going on here? We're leaving. I gotta get out of this damn town. Just I mean, I leave, you please. Business, and here you are yelling at us. I need you to leave. <laughs> are you gonna stay in the shop? Are you the lamp lighter? I'm not the lamp lighter. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So Kerbeck walks out. Does anybody else stay? Ah, uh, fuck this guy. And I walk out. Are you staying in, Phil? So, what is it that you think we stole while we stood in front of you the entire time? Everything is, is missing. You're the only ones here. Ready to go. Oh, okay. So, what you're saying is the three of us made it behind you to steal stuff when we were in front of you the entire time? You're Trixie! I know you're Trixie! I saw your hand. 
the hand still up. Okay, so you're telling me this right here that you saw. Listen, 600 gold for the ring or we're fuck out. I just need you to leave. <laughs> and I'll walk away and the, the hand will just do a little. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get out and he slams the door behind him. You hear the lock click and then uh, he flips a sign that says no <laughs> towards the front. And uh, you hear inside him going, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> hey, we drove, we drove him crazy. <laughs> you, uh, so session one, you guys set this guy on fire. Yeah. And then this time, you stole him, uh, stole all the remaining items he had. <laughs> After so, he's uh, gonna become homeless basically at this point. Uh, all so, right. Uh, he's gonna have six hundred gold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna creep low along the roofs until these guys get far enough away from there for me to rejoin them safely. Okay. Um, where do you guys head, exactly? The three of you. I don't even know these guys. I know. <laughs> no, we have a job you offered them a already. ton of gold and you have no clue who they are. <laughs> they just came up to a shop you were standing at. Very cold way of doing it too. <laughs> Uh, we got a job around, so you, know, you mind if I tag along with y'all? As long as you're good at killing stuff, let's go. Yeah, I, I got enough stuff to kill stuff. Stuff to kill stuff. Alright. Uh, I'm, I'm Farlin. You guys need to know. Farlin? Farlin. Yes, yeah, sure, Harley. <laughs> Farlin. At that point, uh, Don, you see them walking uh, away from the marketplace. Um, out that exit or entrance to the marketplace that heads east out of the, the center of town. Okay. Uh, I will sidle up to them. So you just like stealthily climb down the wall and, and pop up beside them and you hear him saying he's got stuff to kill stuff at that point. Alright, may I say I am not empty-handed. We can examine my tape when we get out of town. Thank you for distracting the shopkeeper for me. I think our team is going to be very profitable. Thanks for just volunteering for that. That's, that'll help us out. So let's, we got a bit of a journey ahead of us. So let's head out there and again, we're going to cut off every fucking year of everything we ever find. So <laughs> At that point you hear in the like far distance where the shopkeep is, Damn it! <laughs> One more time as you leave. My cabbages! Uh, you do know you're supposed to head west uh, out of town, so... Um, you can make your way back around, or you could have been going out the west gate. I said east, but... Um, and you said it's a, a three-day journey on foot? Uh, yes. Or, well, yeah. Uh, three days along the on the road, on foot, and then a half day uh, north after it turns south. To, yeah. Why don't we see if we can hire someone to give us a ride out, out to where the... Um, the roads split, so I'm sure that there will be people heading in that direction anyway. We can probably just throw a gold or two at someone who's headed in that direction and they'll let us sit on their wagon. Okay, I can ask around. Yeah. Uh, did so we, I did, did I hear for, uh, something about taking off somebody's ear? And, um, DM, sorry, will you tell me what I got from the drawer? Uh, I will, um, in just a moment. Um, at the point that you guys are discussing hiring a wagon, you see a woman weeping, um, who hears you guys heading out of town, 
and and she comes running up to you or like hurries up to you. She's only maybe ten feet away. Tears still streaming down her face. Please, can you help me? Please. And she's older, probably in her early or late thirties. Early. What up? Calm down, what seems to be a problem. You calm down! My son, he's missing. He went He went with a caravan to the north. And he was supposed to be back four days ago. Okay, well, uh, what kind of caravan did he go with? He was working for the land ferry company. They were taking a, a shipment to retrieve. And she's like freaking out. Um, he was He was supposed to come back. It should only take him three days. Okay, how how old is your son? What's his name? Um, he's 16. What's your name? How are you today? <laughs> well, apparently, uh, I, I'm going to assume not great. I'm not doing very well. You're right, sir. My son's missing. He's 16. Now I'm getting even more, like, distraught just talking about him. Well, you're a horrible parent. Okay. So your son went missing. He was part of a caravan that went north. Um, we're actually we're heading out, but we're not heading that direction. Just we'll head um, that direction. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you go that direction for me? Why would I go that direction? To help me. Uh, the difficulty, ma'am, is that we are being paid for the work that we are doing in the other direction. Well, well, talk to you Jerry. You know by our dress that we are not town guards. No, you're not. That's why I need you so bad. <laughs> Go talk to Garrett. <laughs> Garrett's the head of the Land Ferry Company. My son. Where's Jordan when you need him? <laughs> so, listen. We, we are currently being paid to go do something. Now, this sounds like a job for the town guard. And uh, we can't turn down this job we're currently on because we're being paid to handle it. Well, I think Garrett would pay you. His, his, his shipment's missing, too. Listen, A, who the fuck are you? And B, who the fuck is Garrett? I'm the woman that's crying in front of you. Who needs your help? <laughs> your fucking name. And what a, listen, you need to chill. Who is Garrett? Garrett Ferry. He's the owner of the Land Ferry Company. Fairy? Okay. No, Garrett. So here, here's what we're gonna do. He'll we're gonna you. search for a caravan that's gonna take us the direction we need to go. If you can get this Garrett motherfucker over here, we'll happily talk to him. Look, his shop, his place of business is okay, just not, on the west side listening. of town. You're not, you're not listening to anything that's being said. <laughs> Listen, bitch. You're just talking to be talking, and I just, I'm not going to have that. So, if you want to go get him and bring him to us, absolutely. Can but I, I lead you to him? Um, on your caravans leading to, which way are we going? West? We're going west. You guys yeah. are going west. West? So, are there caravans heading west in that direction towards Garrett? No, but he'll probably give you payment. Okay, then you go get Garrett, and we're going to look for some Garrett. No, but his shop is on the west side of town. Again, I don't think you listen. I mean, it's the disconnect. I, I listen. I'm gonna keep looking for caravans. You wanna go get here? Okay, I'll walk with you while we go. Uh, no, you, no, no. I, I'm gonna no, slap you. Don't listen at all. <laughs> and she just keeps walking beside you, crying. 
And then God. as you get I, close, I, I swear to God, I will cast a spell. This my fucking grandma. I am not a good character. She stops and says, "See there?" And you see just a, 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 a little sign hanging on the front side of a building, and it says, uh, "Land Ferry Company," um, with a handcart uh, and a man. What do, what do we? Have we heard of this company before? Are these wealthy people? I'll say, Sid, you have. The other people are not. Like, Phil is from uh, the Fingerlands. Well, not originally, but that's where he's been. Yeah. Um, the other two, right. you guys. Okay. Farland knows and Sid knows. You guys have heard of this. It's one of the larger shipping companies, um, private shipping companies that will go to the border, like villages and towns, to retrieve um, supplies, crops of sorts, whatever. Bring it back right, to Hawk's Landing. This Garrett, she said that he's the owner of this company? Yes. And he's the one who's missing. No, no, no. The son is missing, but Garrett is the owner, and she's saying he'll probably pay because his shipment's missing, too. Okay. She was a and little distraught. Garrett is on the west side of town. Yeah, his shop is just maybe 50 feet away from you guys along the way. Alright, so I'll, I'll, I'll addressing uh, Phil and the rest of the group, I'll say... Uh, well, obviously we cannot defy our employers uh, because of the consequences we will face, but this caravan company is possessed of some wealth. It may be worth talking with this Garrett to see what we can work out, if anything, after attending to our main goal. What if you go talk to Garrett, get some information, try to see if he'll help us get to our original destination. Since it's a caravan company, he could give us to where we need to go. Then we could take his job after we finish job A. We could do job B. Maybe for a little less coin. Uh, and I'll, like, we, we could try that. that. That might work. Well, there's always wise to stack one's quests. <laughs> so let's load up. Somebody go over to the town courier. <laughs> Okay. Um, she walks in with you to the shop. Garrett! My son, has he come back? <laughs> Alright, I, I give her kind of a withering look like I'm doing the talking now. Uh, you, you hear me just go, <sighs> okay, sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, you uh, see, okay, the guy standing in front of you. Um, you see a portly, sweaty man with clothes that are way too tight and a size too small. Uh, his emerald vest buttons barely hold it closed upon his, uh, his wide frontal area. His uh, large, bushy mutton chops cause his face to appear even wider than his fat face is without them. Bright red, splotchy parts of his uh, skin show the obesity beneath the clothing. Uh, a bit of acne is at his chin and on his forearms, and you can see on his rolled up sleeves. Um, yeah, you can hear his deep, like, heavy breathing, just to breathe, not like he's doing anything strenuous, just oh, standing there, like... Oh, we get it, we get it, he's fat. Yeah. Uh, you see him and he goes, Hey, who are you? Uh, do you know this woman? Yeah, unfortunately. 
understand. She's been hounding us about uh, an employee of yours, I believe. Yes, her uh, son. A man she says has gone missing to the north. Yeah, it's it just little Barty. He's, he's gone missing. This is the third. Is it the third? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been the third shipment uh, to go missing in the past two months. She seemed to be under the impression that you would be able to reward us for finding out what happened to this man. I'm not going to reward you to find her son, but if you can find my shipment or what stop what's happening to him, I'll reward you. And you see sweat still dripping down his face. And so, your shipments have been going missing. Has this only been happening in the north? Yes. Uh, all coming from Sears Peak. Um, which you know, uh, you guys are familiar with that town. Say what now? You're familiar with the town Sears Peak. Um, it's roughly a week's journey um, to the north. It's a day and a half north. And it, so, yeah, it would have taken three days to get there. So. Alright, so, so if I'm looking at a map, like, we're at one corner of a triangle. The place we were already going is at another corner of the triangle. And this Sears Peak is at a totally different corner of the triangle. Yeah, it's kind of, I would say from the Barrow Bend, the first spot you've been asked to go figure out with the bandits, um, it's been, uh, that'll take you roughly three days walk. From your understanding of the land from Barrowbend, you could get to Sears Peak in about two days, and then mm. the day and a half journey south back to Hawks Landing. Right. Are we under time constraints with the hive? Uh, they didn't give you any time constraints, they just asked that you promptly, like, try and get things situated, that you stop the bandits from, because it's a, the place where it's located, um, it's it's kind of a key like along the road as far as controlling the road between trade between Asgareth, another main city, and Hawk's Landing. Okay. Well, I'll turn to the group and say, this Sears Peak isn't terribly far away from where we're going. Just a couple of days journey from there. Perhaps we could swing by there uh, after completing our primary mission. If, and I turn back to Garrett, the price is right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect you to do it for less. I wouldn't do it for anything free. Um, I don't know what I fucking just said, but... Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're done. Uh, what are you uh, the, each shipment has cost me 400 gold pieces between the materials and the, the carts, the zeps that have gone missing. Um, so I can pay you 750 gold pieces to, to get this situated, figured out, and stop it from happening again. Total or a piece? Uh, it'd be total. Um, yeah, I've lost a good bit in the last two months. I only have a few zeps left, which are, you know, what our steam kind, wagons. What kind of security do you employ for your caravan? Uh, well, this woman's son was one of them. Um, Normally basic, but I've been uh, about to up my price, pay for some uh, hired professionals. And you said you're professionals, so um, makes perfect. Right. Timing. Well, what I'm ask, what I'm trying to do, sir, is assess the level of risk that we are taking on. 
750 gold split four ways, you understand this not a huge sum of money. And if you have armed personnel that have already been dispatched by bandits, monsters, you yeah. can see um, where I'm going, I'm sure. What price are you looking you think would be fair? 250 a head. Um, you can make a persuasion check since you said it. Alright. Oh, baby. Let's go. It's gonna be... Actually, total, it's gonna be 28. 28? What the hell is both the party, man? You guys are ridiculous. Oh, no. Ridiculously um, fucking good. Okay, how about this? I can supply you one of my remaining Zeph, which is a steam wagon, um, to get you there and back um, for use. And I can also give you 200 apiece. I can't do much more than that. DM, what would that kind of... So, if it's three days for us to get to where we're going west, this would cut down what... It would take you a day. Nice. Get there in a day? A yeah, day? basically a Zeph is as quick as a horse. Um, so one day a walk a horse can do, or sorry, three days a walk a horse can do in a day. Deal. So you could basically get to that barrel bend in a day, and then the two days walk you'll be able to do in a three quarters of a day. And I'm sorry, did you say Zep? A Zep. Z-E-P-P. -P. Kind of like short for Zeppelin. Right, so this is a, a flying machine? No, it, it's a steam-powered wagon, so it's like a mechanical uh, okay. wagon, yeah, yeah. Steam-powered. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, Alright, and do we know the roads to all of these places to be in good enough condition to support one of these vehicles? You know the main road, you'll be able to get the barrel bend. Um, as far as, it was a little more cross-country, there's some... At parts, there are some like basic like crop like country roads in between Barrowbend and Sears Peak. Uh, you imagine you should be able to get there. I mean, you. I guess give me a, either a nature or a history check um, to to know enough about the land. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. You're from Fingerland, so you're not going to really be familiar. Oh, Anyone yeah. from this area, yeah. so. Basically, the rest of the party can do it. Uh, so those are both the same for me. So that is going to be where is it? Twelve. Twelve. You said nature, right? Yeah, nature. Yeah. Twenty-one. Twelve. Twenty-one. Okay, so um, none of you. I mean, you imagine it's going to be a little difficult at parts, Farlin. You know that the the terrain between Sears Peak which is kind of in the northern, kind of like hilly, mountainous areas, uh, north of Hawks Landing, that some of the hills do come in down in between Sears Peak, kind of like wrapping between it and Barrowbend. So it might be really difficult to go directly, but you might, to actually travel on a Zep like safely, it's gonna take you two days still on a Zep, because you have to come back down to the main road and then go up. But still, all yeah, in that's all. Still yeah, that still cuts our time. It was three, three and a half to get to the west. If we can get there in a day, handle business two days up, we could ostensibly clear both jobs and a little bit over the amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, DM. Um, 
Do we have a rough idea of the value of one of these zeps? Yes. Uh, a single zep typically is going to be, if you were to buy it, not steal it. <laughs> uh, it, it to purchase it new, uh, a high quality one, it's probably 2,000 gold pieces. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, he, of course, will write up a contract. Um, you imagine a, a businessman of, of his sort would do that. Does he eat it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is he writing up a contract now? Not yet. You guys haven't agreed to it. <clears throat> I say do it. Then what if we do this? Do him this song. He might let us borrow this app unless we find a way to like get it from him. I agree. And way we can make more money faster. Alright. To rent one, you know, typically costs about 150 to 200 gold pieces, um, with a 200 gold piece deposit for, yeah. like, a security deposit. I'm down. Do we do we have to pay that fee? No, no, no. Uh, are you asking in character? You're saying, you're saying no, no. You're just saying in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to rent a basic Zep would cost you about 200 or 150 to 200, depending on the type. And then 200 on top of that additional security fee, in case like gotcha. it wasn't returned. I mean, Rental to the party, I, I think that that sounds fantastic because yeah. I mean we yeah. can clear both jobs pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, sounds fine. All right. Okay. In character. Um, so is that something you could do for me? Um, and of course, if you get this yeah. done, I, I might have other work for you, being professionals. Yeah, we're always interested in more work, so, um, yeah, um, we could do that, we could do that. Well, perfect, uh, just give me a minute to, to write something up, and, uh, um, give me just, yeah, just a quick minute, and you see the portly do you man, have, sorry. Do you have any kind of provisions that go along with the Zep, you know, just, you know, little things to help if it breaks down, if, if we come under attack, anything like that? Um, I mean, it has a basic maintenance kit on the, like a wagon, it has actually a back bed where you most, there'll be a single driver seat and then the back bed. Um, in in the, 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 the cargo area, you'll find a little, uh, and I'll show it to you, it's, yeah, and it gets a little out of breath just talking to you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'll show it to you, I, I don't want to tell you. And he turns and, and just like waddles off to the back. Um, you see his pants are kind of the same way, very tight, stretched out at areas, with oh, sweat, just like sweat marks along the crack, and so. Gross. You got your donuts. Christ. Learning a lot about how Andrew feels about fat people tonight. <laughs> oh no, he hates Now you them. know why I kill myself in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he comes back after just a quick minute, um, and he's carrying just like a little notepad and you see he's written up and he has two copies of it and he says, if you sign here, um, we'll so each sign both. Is there uh, one of you that's a designated like leader of your group or? I'm a designated driver. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I mean. Really just, I just need one signature. I'll sign, um, I'll sign it. Caravac's gonna yeah, sign it. Awesome. Okay, the Paladin. I trust Paladin. So, um, are you an Oathbreaker? 
Cool. Thanks. Um, that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, so uh, he puts the two towards you for you to sign. Um, yeah. and he hold, so he holds those out on the, the like, uh, not notepad, like clipboard, and uh, holds out a quill for you. Okay. Are you going to sign? Yeah, I take the quill and I sign. Okay, what name do you sign? Lahayam. Lahayam? Yeah. Do you put anything else but no, I, I just put Shalom. Just Shalom? Just Shalom. Uh, odd name. Shalom? Shalom? Is that how it's said? Uh, shalom. Shalom. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Just shalom. shalom. Like. Do you want me to do business? <laughs> or... <laughs> okay. Um, whoa. And he takes it back, signs it. Garrett Ferry. And then you see some, like, Can very, very, like, fancy writing of it, and he takes a quick, like literally a minute to sign his name, very detailed, and then tears the sheet, signs the next one, hands you a copy. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> Whew! Now that that's done, he folds it and puts it into one of his pockets, and uh, follow me, I'll, I'll get you your zap. Um, you guys follow behind him, or no? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he leads you to find a, a wooden cart, um, the, the wheels are like wooden, uh, but they have a bit of metal, like a piece of metal that wraps around the wheel along so for traction, as far as for to keep the wheels um, secure. And you see a large enough space to where roughly five or six normal medium-sized people could fit on the, the bed of the, the Zep, the wagon, and then a single like area at the front where you see a little wheel, and in front of it a, a very basic steam engine that uh, is sitting idle and nothing's it's not turned on. But he points out how to, do you guys, one of you know how to drive this thing? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm good with land vehicles. Land vehicles? Okay, so I believe you now. You're good with land vehicles. He points out how to like operate it, asking little questions. Have you done, like actually driven one before? And then he says, and you, my friend, the, the in case something happens, I hope it doesn't, um, but if it does, You'll be responsible for the cost of the ZEP. I, I imagine you understand that. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he points out this is the maintenance kit. Uh, there's you actually. And he points underneath, like the underbelly of it. You can see there's two wheels, um, spares, just in case. Uh, that's just in case one of those uh, get thrown out. You can uh, repair switch it out and be on your way. Um, every now and then you're going to need to put some uh, some water into the tank. Uh, it's all the fuel it needs. But thank you for doing this and uh, yeah, bring me uh, proof that you've successfully stopped my shipments being taken over. So well, What were you using the ears? Ears? Yeah. Uh, it's a thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, evidently. But all right, I'll I'll see you. And he pulls out of his pocket a muffin and starts eating as he walks away. <laughs> so you guys are standing in front of an idle zap. So I'm gonna go grab a snack. I'll be right back. On the west side of town. Oh, you changed actually, the background. Let's take a quick break right there. So, yeah, we'll take a we'll start back at six ten. So in fifteen minutes. Looks like Dexter's laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, so you have successfully been lent a ZEP, signed a contract that uh, you'll have the ZEP for use, return it once you're finished, and then uh, that you'll successfully stop the caravans of the land ferry company that have been uh, disappearing. Uh, you'll be paid each 200 gold pieces. Uh, you are on the west side of town. What would you like to do? Yes. What all did I take from the magic shop? So at this point, um, while you guys begin your journey, you identify the, the, the scroll that you found. It's a scroll of fireball. So nice. a single use fireball base that you have. Um, it'll take okay. a, an action to use, or to like, uh, activate it. Um, which, you know the details of fireball, so I don't need to tell you. Uh, the, the potions, you have two healing potions, one regular, one greater, and then the yellow one is a potion of fortitude. Are you familiar with that? Uh, not specifically. Here, I'll, I'll send it to you. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to our adventure. This is Twiddle from Twiddles and Fiddles in the city of Fate Faradin. But guess what? We're coming back to the adventure now. See ya! So it is a, uh, a potion that will increase your hit points by 30 for one hour. Okay. Yeah. Now does it um, increase your hit point maximum and your hit points, or does it just increase the maximum and you have to fill it out yourself? No, no, yeah, so uh, it, it gives you a, yeah, it fills it out every time like you heal or whatever, but when you drink it, it gives you additional 30 that are already healed up. So it's not like your max is up by 30 and you're down 30 at that point. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so basically, if you are 50, when you drink it, it'll become 80, and you have 80 hit points to use. So, gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. Thank you. For one hour. Um, so you identify those things. Were there other things that you guys were planning on doing uh, on your travel? I, don't I think we're going to head west first to yeah. clear that job. Okay. But that, I think that's what we decided. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you begin making your way along the, the, the Hawks Landing Highway that leads first west and then begins to turn south towards Asgirip. Um After you're about what would have been about half the journey, so a day and a half's ride, so it's about half of a day. Um, now, it was midday when you left. So it's going to be close to nightfall at this point. Um, you come upon a, a, an encampment and it's three humans uh, around a fire and they look beat up. And uh, one of them has a bandage across their face uh, over their one eye, a bit of blood on it. Uh, and uh, you hear them say the name Barrowbend as you are driving closer up. Should we stop and see what these know about our destination? I'm down. I think it'd be four two, yeah. Yeah, our guard. The other thing, are you guys planning on stopping and taking camp for the evening, or are you gonna just call 
I guess depending on what you hear, you'll decide. Um, as you slow down, you see all of them kind of reach for their weapons and ready themselves. Um, who goes there? Is there one-eyed Willie around here? Funny man. Because he's the one with the bandage on his face. Uh, listen, there's, there's no need for that. We're traveling. Um, we happen to hear you mention Barrowbend, and we're actually heading towards that direction. Yeah, it's this. a cursed place. Don't go there. Actually, I don't think he's finished talking. Cursed, <laughs> you say? Yes. What did our curse? The dead. The dead are rising. It's filled with undead in that land. Ooh. We ten of us were commissioned to go and help assist the town in their clearing out, but the other thing is the dead are led by a shadow of sorts. Who, uh, who were you commissioned by? Um, do a persuasion roll. Yes, sir. Oh, come on. First digital dice don't want to work. Or it was such a bad roll, he doesn't want to tell us. 17. No. No. Okay. The digital just went. It was a 6 plus 10, so 16. Either way, um, he kind of lowers his sheath, or his blade back into his sheath and says, We were hired by the elders of Hawk's Landing to assist in preserving the land of their realm. Uh, the Barrow Bend is kind of on the edge, outskirts of the, I would say the, the area that's enforced or controlled by Hawk's Landing, kind of on the rim of it. You would know that. Or not, like you would came from, right? Yeah, Hawk's Landing's where you came from. So, is it safe to say, uh, I don't mean any offense to this, but they did not complete your mission? We did not. Ten of us left, only three are returning. Oh, you guys are dead. What were you, what were you promised as a reward? <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, hang on, hang on. I'm not going around your thinking. We were, well, I don't see any harm in telling you. We were to be paid 2,000 gold pieces to our company, so 200 gold pieces apiece, if we were successful in the defense of the city, or the town. Okay, so, what if you joined us? We're on our way there to do the same thing. And you pay us each a hundred gold out of that pot. You keep the rest of yourselves, and then that way we have a little extra muscle, and you have extra muscle on your side. And more money. And more money for your company. And you won't die. I am very good at healing. We are very good at killing. You couldn't pay me enough coin to return to that place. Well, then you're. But if you would like the coin, it's all yours. Oh. So, you don't want to help us, but you're going to give us the 2,000 gold? We don't have the 2,000. We weren't paid. It was only if we returned successful we would be paid. Yeah, Where's this contract? contract? 
I don't have it on me, no. It is held at the House of the Elders. Go get it. You return. It was said that the leader had a talisman. If we were to return with that talisman and a signed ledger by the town's council, stating that we successfully healed or repaired their, their town, that we would be paid. So you're willing to give us all that information so he can make all that money instead of going with us to help us clear it out? I will can never return. I will never return. I won't go back to that place. I would... Okay. Well, I appreciate the information. Uh, you bunch of pussies, and we'll see you later. Pathetic. You'll Wait, see so when you get there. The town is overrun, then, with the dead. Not overrun, but only in the evening. Mm. So what you're saying now is it's overrun? It is the evening, yes. So I'm not so there, but I imagine it still is. Only one still lives of their guard. And he does not attempt to protect it in the evening. He locks himself up with the others. You said the dead were led by a shadow. Yes, we, we never sought. Um, it moved in the shadows, and so we called it a shadow. Was it that right there? You did not scare me. <laughs> there is a campfire, by the way. Like, it's brightly lit in this area. <laughs> so you know nothing more about this shadow? I know that it is capable of casting magic and spells. Fair enough. Uh, DM, do they look like they have anything valuable on them? Uh, the the two young elves look like they they have their gear. Um, might be worth something if you like try and sell it. It's partially damaged. Um, Do you guys have any? Arrows? You don't see a coin purse like hanging on any of their belts, but they may have one. Okay, I just didn't know if there was anything overtly valuable on them. Um, Is there any way to get that contract from? Yeah, it was held in the house of the elders, he told you. Yeah, but could they go get it for us? I mean, it's a day and a half walk back the other way. Well, they're not going to do anything heroic, so they might as well do something. It's waiting for someone to return the... So you guys could return and... Do I see any arrows? Arrows? Arrows. One of them has a longbow with some arrows, yes? Why? Can I have your arrows so I can be more successful? My arrows. Yes. It's, you have something on your own. I have a longbow. You don't have any arrows? I have 40 arrows. I'm it looks like you have plenty of arrows on your own, my friend. Well, you're not going to use them. I may. Well, you can always get more. Bandits roam these, these lands sometimes, so... I'll just run away from them, too. <laughs> I would like it if you all left our campsites. <laughs> okay. Find your own spot for the evening. Yeah, not a problem. No yeah. Bye. So, are you guys planning on riding through the night or taking? Uh... Can we all just take turns driving and do that? Do like that? Yeah. Wouldn't would everybody else be able to sleep while one person drove, like we could do it in watches? Yeah. Um. What is everyone's intelligence for? I know uh, Don's character. 
Mine's negative one. No, your total. You're just your, you're oh, nine. Eight. Eight. You're an eight. I'm an eight. Phil. Thirteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. So everyone would be able to successfully drive it with no issue except for Careback. Um, it would take a, a little bit of time to teach him how to successfully like steer and drive it steady to where you guys could get a nice rest if he was driving. But between the three of you, you could take shifts and drive and, and be, you should be fine. Sure. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So into the second, who or what order? Who's driving which time? I can go first. I'll take second. I'll go last. Okay. So the first uh, three or four hours go by, no issue. Second, you switch out with uh, Phil. And uh, Phil, while you're driving, everyone else is asleep or trancing. And uh, you're able to, you see in the distance, uh, or give me a perception check actually while you're driving because you'll be alert trying to. Okay, one second. Ooh, not great, that's five. Five, you don't I'm notice. Song. Uh, as you're driving, you hit a large boom, boom and you hear on the right side of the, the wagon of the Zep, the, the front tire lifts up and then barrels back down real hard, shutters all of you awake, and the back one, it's like you ran over something. You don't know if it was a, a large boulder or a, a creature or a humanoid or what, but that just happened. And you feel the car kind of like, the the wheel kind of sputtering a little bit. Uh -huh. Oopsie. Okay. I'll <laughs> 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 right, what are you saying? Haha, uh -huh. oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Don. Oh, uh, sorry, with uh, 60 feet of dark vision, what do we, can we see it behind us, what we hit? Uh, those who were sleeping, you can kind of like stir awake and look around. I, I'll say by the time, because you're still moving, unless you stop the, the zap. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull over. I'm immediately... Okay. I thought you were just kept going. <laughs> so you see uh, a lying in the road, a, a, a body of sorts. You don't know if it's a human or an elf or what, but it's a, a, a bipedal creature for sure. Alright, uh, Sid stands up and knocks an arrow on his longbow and points it in that direction. Do we want to investigate this? Yeah, so we're going to have to do a little maintenance on the cart. Where God came out of nowhere, I just uh, <laughs> So maybe we should investigate that first, and then um, some of these strong boys can help with uh, the cart. All right. Uh, I will go up to the body with my great sword out. Okay. I'll be, I'll be a little behind and maybe like third person back. Okay. Uh, I stay on the Zeb. Now, I assume this is like an open-top vehicle. Correct. All right, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to make like a, a like a covering for it, to make it look like it's a closed vehicle, and stay inside that. Okay. Uh, with with my arrow, with my bow, like, trained on the, um, the figure on the road. Okay. Um, as you walk forward, um, you, you hear... 
in the distance, or what's your perception? Give me your perception. Anyone that's trying to investigate this, give me a perception roll um, as you're walking up to the, the creature of sorts. Uh, Don, you can give one as well. Caravac, you can as well since you're awake. I don't know 16. what you're doing. Okay. Are you staying on the cart or are you walking up to it? I was going to help with the cart. Okay, like so start to try to repair it? it. Yeah. Okay, so are you going to be keeping your eyes out on the around the cart or just straight working on the cart? Around. Okay. I'm just going to hoist it up while he fixes it. Okay. I'm just strong. So. What were the perception rolls? 16. 16. 19. 19. 12. 12. 6. 6. Uh, you were the highest, I believe, right? No. Or, uh, Joel was so, 19. 19, 16? Yep. So both of you notice um, a bit of movement in the, the surrounding, uh, along on the north side of the road. That The road's heading west. It's about, you can tell it's starting to veer south a little bit. On the north side, you see some movement in the trees. Um, uh, roughly 30, 40 feet away from you. Don't see it yet, though. Yeah, you don't see what it is. You just you hear a little bit of like, like walking in the forest almost, like something's taking steps. Um, trying to be quiet, but you were able to pick it up. Uh, we're being tracked. Uh, let's um, let's kind of back up towards the cart. Get prepared. We're about to be ambushed. I would like to prep dissident. How far am I from the body? By a 10 feet. You're prepping what, sorry? Dissident whispers. Okay. For what? Be a creature. <laughs> I go up to the body and I take my great sword and I put my sword towards the center. Towards or through? Towards. Okay. Um, you have dark vision. You can see as you get close, the throat is already slit. And where the wheel actually drove over, it crushed the skull. Um, it, it looks like a, a human or an elf, possibly. Um, younger female. But uh, you can investigate it if you want more details. But they're probably dead. How, how, how far am I from the woods, 30, 40 feet. Uh, can I see if I can see if there's any more movement in the woods? From you're going to stay where you're at? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a, one more perception check then. 19 plus 4 is a 23. You see two eyes looking at you. Does it seem positive? Um, they're kind of low to the ground. Um, Lower than like a hu either a human's crouching down or an animal of sorts. You can't tell hostile or not. They're just kind of like watching you. Come out. I don't mean to harm you. Yet. Um, it, they don't move. They stay where they're at. The creature. <coughs> Chuck a hand at him. You're gonna throw something at it? Yeah. Does he even know that I have been talking to the woods? He can hear you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's only maybe 20 feet away from you at the cart. Um, you guys see the same thing as far as him like talking towards the forest, so you'd be able to make out where the eyes are at this point. Uh, I'm going to cast Firebolt at it. 
Firebolt? Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll to hit. At disadvantage, can't you? Can you can't really see. I wear no, because you can see the eyes, so you could vaguely. Oh, so it's still a 10. 10? Uh, the Firebolt goes into the forest, and you see it fly over the, the creature, and you see it's a deer looking at you. And as the bolt fire goes by it, you see it and like run off like that's not the sound a deer makes but uh, it makes the deer sound and runs <laughs> and it's scared it's gone the eyes are gone are those the only eyes we see yeah you don't see anything else in the woods now I mean you can go investigate more if you'd like I'm going to let me check this uh, check this body out for any money or anything like that or see what the Okay. Um, yeah. So, what would the rest of you like to do while he is investigating the body, the corpse? Uh, I'm just I'm still inside the fake top of the car, like ready to attack anything hostile that appears. Okay. Anyone else? Something, uh... Nothing came out of this. No, just that deer. When the, when the flames went by, it illuminated enough to, for you guys to see a deer jump and then run off into the woods, and you heard it quickly moving sure. off. Just I'll mark off that spell, and then I'll, I'll head over and start looking at the cart and see if there's any damage. Okay. So the two of you start looking at it. You see one of the wheels is going to need to be changed out. Um, it looks like it's cracked on one part of it. The only thing that's really holding it together is that metal. Um, a few of the spokes are cracked as well. Uh, and one of the spokes is broken completely. So you could repair it possibly in a town if any of you have carpenter's tools. No. Yeah. So you guys take uh, it would take you about ten minutes to or five to ten minutes between the two of you to get like get the wheel off, get the new one on, secure it to make sure it's right. Um, um, you're more doing just the manual labor as he's telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you find, what was your investigation? Four. Four. You find some ragged clothes that are very dirty. The body is quite stiff. It's uh, probably been there at least a couple days. Has a bit of smell to it. Did these look like normal deer? Oh, this was a humanoid, like a human or an elf that was lying in the red road dead already that you ran over. Um, the right. throat was slit. The, the, the deer, deer looked normal, look. yeah. Uh, can I investigate the body to see if there's any sign of who or what killed her? Uh, you can, yeah. Um, yeah. What are you looking for exactly? Like, how would you uh, determine uh, that, maybe? I don't know, get to, like, anything on the body that might identify her, um... I don't know, his roll was really low, so I was going to give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. That's 15 for me. Okay. Um, with the age of the, the young woman, she looks like 13, 14 probably. Um, you know normally girls don't leave a village or a city like on their own until at most, or at the earliest, like late teenage years. Um, you imagine she's probably from close by relatively somewhere um, within a few hours at most. 
Um, the clothing's very basic. There's no like symbols or anything. To, like no labels or tags, obviously. Um, I would say, yeah. I mean, there's not much, there's no nothing on her really. She, it looks like she's been picked clean. Is what it looks like. Just the clothes so basically remains. You actually notice the belt of her pants are missing. Um, it may have been just a cord, like a, a rope, or it may have been a belt that held them up, but... Yeah. Mm, she's not wearing a belt. Uh, Alright. I guess I'll just guard them while they're finishing up the, uh, the, the zip. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to roll... Um, trying to think uh, what for repairing a, a wagon. Don, have you ever done that? Like how to re uh, a roll for repairing of a wagon? I mean, does anybody have proficiency with land vehicles? Cole does. Um, uh, yeah, I do. So go ahead and roll, I guess, for that. Uh, what would that be, yeah. He adds, what, his uh, dex modifier to it, or? Well, that's for you to decide. That's sort of the thing with tools. It, it, it like gives you like a floating proficiency bonus. I'll say like, you can add your intelligence and your proficiency bonus to it, since you're proficient with it. Are they aided all? Yeah. Well, you guys are aiding like and kind of doing the muscle and all, but. Yeah, 21. 21, yeah. You guys successfully do it. Um, and he actually points out that that wheel can be repaired. And so you guys could keep it rather than like tossing it. Um, so at least. Stop another backup. Yeah. Um, he he figures. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Okay. Um, you so, guys. You guys want me to keep driving through the line? <laughs> or. Uh, I think I can start my turn now. Alright, okay. I'll um I'll stay up to kinda of keep a little bit of a watch. Okay. The rest of you gonna try and go back to sleep? You've had four or five hours at this point. Uh, yeah. my trance is good Yeah. Um uh, So you guys Okay. Yeah, I'll stay up to keep a watch. Um so the next watch begin or like you get through the other half of Phil's watch and the next one starts and you can see that daylight is just barely dipping from the northern side the the the, the sun actually sets in the south and, and uh rises in the north on this planet um excuse me the sun begins to rise just ever so slightly it's literally at dusk dawn dawn yeah um and you see in the distance the pathway that turns north um, leading towards the, what's the name? Barrel I'm going to accelerate in Tokyo to drift around the turn. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to make Just you roll for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see the path narrows. It becomes a little more like country road style. Um, but from what you, the distance you've already traveled, you know you're only an hour or two outside of the city, or the, the village. Continue on. Okay. Uh, the sun gets uh, high enough to where it is daylight out time. Everyone else wakes up at this point. Um, the sounds of birds chirping. Uh, the, the, the village of Barrowbend is nestled into uh, a, a grove of sorts. Um, it probably started out in a grove, but they've, you can see that 
Um, the village is surrounded by still a, a wide ranging forest, tall stretching trees. Um, many are pine and oak, um, a few maples, and just a mixture of trees. But at, at the ridge of the, the forest that surrounds them, you can see there are uh, cut down trees, a few of them still just lying on the ground beside them, as if the work had stopped very quickly with cutting them down. Um, yeah. Um, a few of the trunks still uh, rising up out of the ground. Uh, you can hear the village coming to life. Uh, it looks roughly probably 10 buildings total. Um, one main one, the rest are very small, probably just homes. Uh, the main one looks to probably be of like an inn of sort. What would you like to do? Uh, do any of these, so it sounded like all of the villagers were holding up in the same place at night. Correct. Does it, do any of these look like a likely spot for that? Yeah, you imagine it was probably the inn because it's the only one large enough probably for that many people. Let's start there. Okay. Um, as you ride up, the, I mean the steam, steam engine of the Zep is relatively loud. It's not as loud as say like a... A, a muscle car, but louder than, say, a Prius. Uh, uh, it, it has some nice sound, but... Yeah, I mean, you can hear the engine rumbling as you drive up, and as you come to a halt, the door of the inn opens, and a large, statured man, a uh, human man, walks out. Um, he's roughly seven feet tall, and his face is, is very hardened. You can see a bit of uh, fresh scratches along his face uh, at his chin area. His clothing looks in relatively newer, well-maintained, but um, you can tell it's frayed at the one side, um, on the same side where he has some of the scratches on his face. Uh, you see a long sword, um, probably a great sword for most people, um, but for him it looks, he carries it on one side of his hip with his size that he is. Um, and he, he looks up at the cart, looks you over and says, who are you lot? Well, you see, we have been asked to investigate the problems with this town. You look like you know something of it. Yes. I unfortunately have the task of defending this town. Constant attack and constant barrage from marauders and bandits and orcs. Who sent you? Why don't you let us worry about that? Well, you're not the first party to come to in our defense. The last number ten, and you number only four. We're a lot yes, you're different, so... I'd say... What's going on here? Uh, I walk over to him. We're not pussies, is what he's saying. Okay. Um... I don't know how to respond to that. Um, what... Phil, what did you say? Why don't you tell us what's going on here? See if we can help you out. Well, that's why I was asking who sent you, so I would know what information they've already shared with you. But as far as what's been happening is, the dead rise every night and come for the living, specifically in this village. Every single night? Every night for the last three weeks. 
What happened three weeks ago that was different? Um, it was like any other night, it just began. Any kind of festivals, any kind of celebrations? Anybody new come into town? We don't get many travelers specifically to our town, um, but it wasn't a festival of sorts, it was more a birthday party. Who was the birthday party for? Um, it was a, an older gentleman. He actually died in the first onslaught. It was 100th and 11th birthday. 11th Yes. Nice. Nice. So, no, who's the newest member of the town? Um, just the families that lived here for many generations. Okay, so nobody knew. So these scratches on your side, um, did that happen recently? Huh. These, yes. Um, about a week ago, myself and the other, well, they're dead now, but they were part of my, my group that protected the village. It was myself and two others. We thought we might be able to, to slay the beast. Um, we went tracked into the forest surrounding to the, the east, the northeast specifically. And as we, we traveled, uh, I got scratched by a few branches and all um, on my face. And I had to leave quickly and, because the dead were coming. They killed both my compatriots, and I definitely couldn't handle it myself. So each time this happens, you said it happens every night for the last three weeks, does it seem like it originates from a certain point? Like, do they come from a certain area, a certain direction, or is it just all over? At first it came from the northeast, um, but the last week or two it's been coming from the all around us. Um, there are a few dead that have been buried all over the land surrounding us, um, but the primary graveyard was to the northeast, so that's why we assumed that's where they were coming from at first. Is there a place of, uh, like a temple or anything at the northeast? Not that I'm aware of, and I've lived here my entire life. There's a shrine if you were looking for that. Where is the shrine located? Uh, that's actually to the western side, uh, about a half day's, I'd say not even, just a few hours outside of town. So nobody knew has moved in, seemed to start after um, the 11th birthday party. Yes. And anything, anything stand out about this gentleman who was 11 Um, he was the oldest of the village, much older than any others. Did he, while he was living, did he exhibit any kind of strange behavior? Was he, did he travel a lot? Did he go on adventures with a lot of dwarves? treasures? Uh, not travels with dwarves that I'm familiar with, but he did travel with 13 hobbits, at, or uh, halflings at one sort. Oh, so he went on an unexpected journey. Uh, it was, uh, you could say that, yes. Uh, he... Alright, alright, alright. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Oh, so nothing, what was his name? Balbo. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> Do not approve. Alright. And uh, is it right at sundown that this tends to happen? Yes. Um, once the, the sun sets, they rise. The first night, I was able to slay the first few that came into town, but 
they just rose the next night. I got a couple more questions. So, does it seem... Well, come in, come in, if we're going to discuss this. Okay, sure. Um, and you see as he opens the door behind him, uh, roughly 30-odd um, townspeople, um, half of them children, um, mostly women, only a few men remain. There's a well nearby. There's not a well nearby. I don't know what you're trying to do. Okay. You poisoned us one time. We knew what you were trying to do. Oh. Uh, there's a there's a well on the uh, just to the, the east there. Okay, I'm gonna go to the well. Okay, so you're going towards the well, Caravac. What are you doing? Uh, may I? Just uh, go inside. You're going inside. Yeah. Is everybody else going inside as well? Okay, so everyone's going in. There's one person splitting off from the party, going to the well. Okay. So I will handle the well, and then I'll go back to inside the building. Okay, I'm gonna grab my earpods. I'm going to get water out of it and put it in the To fill up the engine? Good thinking. Okay. Um, so you do that, it takes you a couple minutes. That's good. Um, and then are you gonna go back in? Okay. Um, so as you uh, fill up the, the, the tank, or the water tank of the, the ZEP, the others go into the building, follow them in, see the, the children and women and uh, two or three other men that are inside. Two of them are m very old, probably in their 60s or 70s. The other one, uh, a young, like late teenage years. Um, the tall, large-statured man is probably roughly like in his early 30s, so kind of in the prime of his life, living his best life. Um, so here, have a seat. Um, so you're here to assist. I'm willing to share information um, that I have. Um, you said you have more questions. Yeah, um, and I really appreciate all uh, you being so candid. So, first off, when you say the dead rise, are we talking, and I, this is gruesome, and I, I don't mean to disrespect the, the people who have passed away in this beautiful town, but is it literally just walking zombies? Do they just look like skeletal, decomposing people? Um, yes. Um, okay. It, it's humans and uh, it's many of our, our past generations that have been buried. Some of them are just bones that have been buried for many years. Um, Older, right, right. And then have you seen anything out of the ordinary, any kind of shadow-looking creatures? Um, do they seem organized? Is there this? Uh, is there anybody... Are they after something? Are they coming towards a central point? Are they organized at all? Once they get in the village, they, they kind of just roam about uh, throughout the evening. Now, you mentioned a shadow. Um, there... I haven't seen it myself, but there are whispers that people see something moving in the shadows amongst the dead and I don't know what um, what it is is it necromancy perhaps uh, I'm not I, I haven't dealt with the necromancy myself so perhaps have you I, I've read about it um, that's why I was asking they tend to go hand in hand with the dead necromancy so <clears throat> it happens right when the sun goes down each night? Yes, 
And you said it originated from the, the Northeast in the original cemetery? Originally, yes. And we got here right at the break of the ADM? Uh, yeah, it's probably like about 9 10, yeah, 9, 10 a.m., something like that. Um, so we, we would definitely, I would say we'd like a place to stay, but it'd probably be for during the day. Um, is this like the local inn? Yes, and if you're here to assist, you know, you're welcome to stay. Um, um no, no, what, what tends to be the going rate? Uh, I see you're a little cramped in here, so we, we definitely don't want a free ride. It's it's just five silver pieces a person, so. I'll I'll hand him two gold and say you know we'll be here during the day. Any kind of help or information you could offer us will be great. But we might be here a day or two. Yes, we're about to have uh, serve breakfast if you would like some. Uh, that would be great. Um, yeah, absolutely. Have Have you made no forays during the day to try and find where these things are coming from? Uh, I did at first, um, but once I lost my my only two other members of the guard, I, I more kept in the center of town in case things changed and they started coming during the day. I didn't want to risk leaving the townspeople defenseless completely. But you you were making before you lost your companions. Yes. Some sort of concerted search for the source of the problem. Yes, uh, we we, uh, we Where got, did this leave off? Uh, we got about a half mile or so outside of town, a full search uh, in all directions. Um, I will say we we didn't find anything that's really out of place, other than some of the the. It's almost we couldn't tell if the ground had been sifted up because of the dragging of their feet along the ground or hurried footsteps of the townspeople trying to hurry in but the ground is almost torn up surrounding the town mm. it's it's like fresh earth it, it's not packed what interesting would any of those places that you noticed the higher concentration of that Sifted up earth be places where bodies were buried in the past that you know of. None that are this close to the village. No, those would have been. Most of it is in the cleared land surrounding us. Um, I mean, you're welcome to in investigate them if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have any other questions, um, or would you like to just go ahead and have breakfast? I say breakfast, and then I really want to go look at the uh, that's the original cemetery to the northeast. Yeah, yeah. same. Uh, I kind of want to start it there. I want to kind of check out that shrine. Okay. Um, so they bring out some fresh baked honey wheat bread um, and uh, some fresh butter that's just been churned and made. Um, it's a salted, heavy salted butter, um, and the bread is literally steaming as they crack it open. And they put a quarter piece of each loaf um, on a plate and hand each of you a plate with, and then take a just like a, a large like scoops worth of the fresh butter and top it on top of the bread and just melts all over it. And uh, there's a fork and knife that are on each plate. That's breakfast? Yeah. Country breakfast. Arms for breakfast. <laughs> that is so My kind of place. Let's go. So you guys enjoy a delicious <laughs> meal of honey wheat bread with 
very heavily salted butter. Um, and uh, where would you like to go first? The shrine, the cemetery, was there a third place? No, I think that was that. It was just those two? Yeah. Yeah, the cemetery. Yeah, yeah same. Cemetery. Okay. Um, would you like to get a little more information from the main guy before? I, I, I do want to ask him a little bit about who this older gentleman was. Like where he lived. Oh, Balbo? In the town? Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where did he live? Uh, his home was actually outside the town. Um, he lived on one of the farmsteads, um, roughly a, a, maybe a half day's journey. Uh, what, which direction? Uh, to the west. Oh, shit. Northeast. Okay. Okay. Um, by the way, I should tell you, my, my name is, um, Fintus. I'm sorry, I didn't introduce myself. Uh, I'm Phil. Good to meet you. Phil. And uh, I'm I'm Farland. Farland and Phil. And you? Shalom. Shalom. It's a <laughs> very odd name, but Turn I like back. it. It's original. And uh, you, sir? You need to get my attention. You may call me sir. Sir. Not a very trusting one, I see. We have business to be involved, do we not? On we go. So he told you the, uh, the, the, um, the cemetery is roughly a few hours northeast of, or a couple to a few hours outside of this town to the northeast. Um, Are there roads where you can take the, the Zet? No, I would have to be on foot, because it's through the forest. Because okay. uh, what okay. you found is that road which became kind of more like a pathway through the through the, the, the forest. Um, just barely could get the zep through at that point. Um, Would we have noticed that the ground was softer coming into the village? Um, Good question. What's everybody's passive perception? 14. 14. Basically, anyone 15, like 13 or higher would have noticed that the ground was tilled up almost in a way. Um, about... 50 feet, 100 feet outside the town. Alright, sifting through that dirt, like... Oh, you're going to uh, talk I'll, that? I'll, I'll choose a spot, like, one foot by one foot, and, and, like, try to dig down, like, a foot through it. See, is there anything in the dirt? Like... Um... Uh, you don't find anything in that location, no. Hmm. All right, we'll continue on, I reckon. Okay. Uh, you guys begin making your way towards the northeast through the woods. Um, yes, Phil. Does the forest, like, I mean, does it look like a normal forest? Yeah. You know, um, it's not decaying or anything like that? There's not, like, a sickness over it? It just looks like a normal forest? Uh... Give a nature check. Um, any anyone who is proficient in nature can do a nature check. Or jack of all trades. Sixteen. No one else. I'm not even gonna bother. 
Uh, you notice that some of the trees and bushes, especially the smaller plant life, has a bit of decaying on some of the leaves and like the, the trunk or the root areas. Like something's tainted almost. Um, some of the lower life on the, the, the low ground. Does it seem to be getting more concentrated the farther north we're heading? No, just kind of generic. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I'll point that out to the group so they, they see it as well. Eric. So maybe they have a conjecture. I'd just like to, uh, as we're going there, I'd like to keep an eye out and see if anything is out of the ordinary. Or if are being followed or watched. Okay. Uh, you do a perception check. Is anyone else doing anything on the journey up? Uh, how, how tall are these trees? Most of them are average size, like 30 to 50 feet. I want to find a really tall tree and climb all the way up to the very top of it and see if I can notice any kind of a pattern in like this, like the fucked up dirt and everything around okay. the town. So close to the edge of town where you can see still the village and all. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'll say you can do that with your slippers and all pretty easily. You find one of the tallest trees in the vicinity that you're looking at. Um, mm -hmm. and give me a... I'll say this one would be more investigation because you're trying to determine something, so... Okay. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. Um. Ah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I rolled the natural floor. You can tell uh, there's areas around the whole town, it looks like, where the dirt's been moved almost. In a, not moved, but like it looks similar, like it's tilled up. You don't see any patterns, but you see it's kind of around the whole town on the edge of it. And does it seem like it spreads out from an epicenter is like the main thing I was trying to see? Or is it just kind of a random thing with like without a real pattern to it? Yeah, it doesn't look like it's not a perfect circle around it um, that you can tell um, from this distance. Uh, part of it is because the distance to the other side of town, you can't really see perfectly. The buildings are obscuring it. And so that's what's made your investigation a little, a little weaker for you to determine. Gotcha. Thanks. Um, anyone else doing anything on your, your path? No, Eight. I'm heading straight there. Eight. Eight. Okay. You keep your eyes out, looking to see if you anybody's tracking you. or um, And you don't really notice anybody. It seems like most of the town's people are staying really close to the inn and staying quiet. Um, you imagine over three weeks, they've lost a few people that... They're, they're pretty torn up, seeing dead relatives rising every night. So um, nothing comes upon you throughout the day. Um, you get to the cemetery. Um, it's not like walled off or anything. It's just you find some marked graves. And rough, I mean, what would you like to do when you arrive? Well, do the graves look disturbed? Uh, they do. Um, each of the graves, um, some of the actual markers have been knocked over and it looks like 
um, maybe they were knocked over as the bodies climbed out of the ground. But it doesn't look like, like they were dug out. It looks like they were like clawed through from be beneath. Are there any graves that are undisturbed? Um, how long would you, there's, I mean, there's a, this is a large grave site, probably 50 to 60, would you, how long would you like to spend? I mean, I feel like, DM ruling, but I feel like, if we could easily see that there's disturbance coming up, like something came out of the ground, it would be, I mean, I'll take as much time as you need me to, but is there a single grave or a grave site that does not look like it's been brought up in that manner? Um, give uh, an investigation roll. I'll help with the search. Natural 20 for a 22. Okay. I'm doing the same. 21. Okay. 21, 22. Nice. How much was, uh, yours, Sif? Sif? Uh, 16. 16. Between the three of you, you can determine... You can't see one that's different as far as, like, clawing. All of them look to have come from, like, them clawing themselves out. Um, but you find a few of them... The graves are fresher. Like, clearly the, the, the marking, like, the, the markers on them are newer. Um, and something about them just seems a bit strange to you that just the like layout of the graves, like all of them are not perfectly grid, but these they ones seem kind of like... thought to bring a shovel out here with us? Uh... <laughs> Let me check. I mean, you dug a foot down into that sifted dirt, so I imagine you guys would have brought a shovel. I got a crowbar. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's uh, it, though. So this graveyard, is it just graves out here? Is there a mausoleum or any kind of, like, a hut? Uh, there's not a mausoleum. Um, so you said there was or wasn't? There was not. There, at, at the center of the of the whole thing, it's not a perfect center, but the closest part of the center to this graveyard, there is a single pillar, like a, like a, a rounded to a point, not a point, but a rounded point on top of it, roughly three feet tall. Um, a marker that has the symbol of seven stars on it, um, and you recognize it as the symbol of the seven creators, the seven Zekra of the world, and all things in it, so. Which is very common in most of the graveyards, so. Okay. Can I spend some time looking for uh, Bilbo's grave, or Bobo's grave, whatever it's Oh, Balbo's? Yeah. yeah, is he buried out there and look around? Yeah, you're welcome to, to look around. Um, Balbo Biggins. You find actually one of the, the yeah, um, Balbo Dildo. Oh. Um, he, uh, Balbo he was, Dildo? you find his marker actually one of the newer graves. You find his marker and it's a quite elaborate, as far as graveyard markers go for this area, it's much more intricate and, and uh, more time was put into it than others were. Has his, his has been disturbed as well? Uh, yes, he's missing. That ideas here. Um, can I? All right. Can I then spend some time digging his grave? Like I'm, I'm gonna fully try to dig down to get to his body. It is still there. 
Uh, you can definitely spend time. It'll take you, I'd say, an hour or so to dig down with no shovel. Um, so we hit in like late afternoon. At this point, would we be yeah. able to use mage hands to dig? Like, oh yeah, it'd be a little slower, but you could just because it can only do like ten pounds. It can't like dig real deep or hard in the hard. I mean, it's probably more dirt than I can pick up by hand at once. What if we use both of our mage hands? Like, I just want to see if his body is there. Yeah, I mean, you can uh, search. Um, you guys, it'll take you roughly an hour to do it. Is there any, like, I, I think it's worth it. Yeah. You know from your journey, it took you about two hours to get from town. Um, you can determine from the sun that you have about five hours of sunlight left. Okay. So we got about three hours to come around with. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind going to see that shrine, but I don't think that's going to happen during the daylight unless we split. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if we have to do it tomorrow, that's fine. I'm okay I mean, with doing it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we could we could always see what's happening at night. Yeah. You know, kind of stand out there, do some battle. Okay, yeah, so... Plus, I mean, if it's just zombies, like, we could probably just let them hit us for hours and they wouldn't be able to kill us. That shadow is what I'm... We gotta figure out what's going on with that shadow, which I think I have a play for to help with that, but I, I, I'm more than willing to spend a little bit of time and then we can get back to the end, have some dinner, and... Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like the only named person we have connected to this right now, so let's check it out. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll spend some time digging the end. Okay. Um, While we're digging, is there like any like graves like stone up like stone graves that are buildings? No, no mausoleums, no like chambers or anything. It's literally just like this is a simple village. Um, farms. Uh, you imagine they sell some of the lumber. Um, they trade very simple aspects and just basic. Does the does the cemetery kind of overlook the village? No, so the, this is roughly two or three hours, uh, oh, two sorry. hours from the village, So, okay. and it was through the forest. This actually, the, the cemetery is in one of a very large field that opens up outside part of this uh, this forest. Okay. I want to keep an eye on the forest to see if there's any movement. Okay. Okay, so you're keeping your eye on the forest. Sid and Phil are digging in the dirt. Are you helping with that, or are you checking something else out? Okay, so it takes you with uh, uh, Caravac's help, uh, only actually about 45 minutes to dig. Uh, you find actually a body in there. Um, this is the first body you found. What? Fresh. Okay. Uh, it looks fresh. Fresher than three weeks, for sure. This is an old halfling man? It is not. It's not an old halfling. What is it? Uh, it is a female young woman. Right. But this grave is marked as Balbo Diggins. Yes. So I wonder if at the end at the end of this, do they just go to the nearest place to rest? Yeah. Can I check out like what do, what do her like her fingernails and teeth and teeth look like. Does she look like she's been up and moving around? Uh, give me an investigation on that. Oh, sorry. Oh, 
Uh, twelve. Twelve? Um... You, like, you're investigating, she seems much stiffer than you imagine something that's moved, and even like a dead, the undead you've ever heard of, they, they're stiff, but not this stiff. This seems like a body that stayed still for, for a, more than what a, a, an undead that's been moving would be. Mm. So, I have an idea. What if we take, bring this body up, and use some rope and tie it to this headstone pretty tight, as like a control. Mm. So we tie it there, knowing it can't get out. Unless, I mean, we come back and the ropes are, you know, torn or, you know, cut sure. or something. Then they got, yeah, so at least that way we know, is it actually the bodies being pulled up? Because something definitely dug these bodies up. This is not, yeah, this is not Bobo. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I have some ropes. Okay, so we're going to tie it to that elaborate headstone. I mean, uh, we'll do some Boy Scout knots, we'll do some Girl Scout knots. Okay. I'll say, I mean, it's a dead body. You're able to, it's a little, you have to almost like break. It almost feels like part of the body to like sit it back down onto the ground to where like it it will bend to where its back is kind of against the gravestone um, to tie it. Does it seem more stiff than like normal rigor mortis would account for? Yes. Especially since you can tell from like the wound of where the body probably the where they died from because it's a younger woman, um, it seems much more stiff than in the last few days. Is, is there something? Is there any kind of like magical essence to the body? Like, um, I was gonna say, could I do like an Arcana check to know if like maybe some sort of spell would cause that to happen? I'll say uh, anyone that is a arcane caster of any sorts can do that. So I, I could do that. Sure. 19 for Phil. Natural 20. Nice. Um, you determine that this is probably affected from like a blight spell of sorts um, between the two of you and everyone else. And you, you, you determine that it seems like maybe the nature is being affected by it as well with this clue that it, it you figure that out together so it seems like there's some sort of corruptive magical influence that killed this young woman and may also be responsible for the plant decay surrounding on, on our approach from the east do we well i guess i, I want to say retroactively <laughs> did we notice a change in the topography like that it was decaying or that the forest looked different is it like a you know what I'm saying is it, is it like an epicenter around this you know around yeah this is there like an gradient of like the degree to which plants are decayed or is it kind of the same amount the entire way up here the plant life was pretty minimal um, and that's where it took a, a, not a really high nature check but a high enough to notice that the plants were kind of almost like a decaying from within, but it's just starting to show on some of the smaller plants. Um, that's the that's really what you notice. It wasn't like concentrated in anything specific. Um, yeah, so that's like in terms of the amount, though, it was pretty uniform. Like it didn't right. get to be more of it as we traveled. Correct. Okay. Here, hang tight for just a second. 
sometimes this is going to happen. Uh, what that means is that this is an undead creature. So it's a good thing we talked about. But we can rest assured that this, if we didn't, so we would be fighting this bitch later. So there's definitely something weird going on here, guys. Is there anything that we can do? I mean, presumably, if this one is undead, then probably the rest of these are as well. I, I could. Have I we any power? Perhaps we could hollow the ground some way. We should see if we can procure holy water. I imagine you. Well, they said there. They said there wasn't any kind of temple anywhere around except to the east. Um, which we could make our way there, but not not by not before nightfall. Yeah, we got about an hour before we have to start heading back. Hmm. We're definitely in for a fight tonight. Um, there's definitely some undead fuckery happening. Um, no, you would have to. Observation during the overrunning could be useful as well. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah. Who has the highest? Uh, sorry, any whose intelligence is above fifteen? Again, sorry. Not me. It's uh, John. Sid. Um, you determine from what uh, Fintus told you, the tall guy, that they keep coming to the village and roaming. Uh, what you're seeing here, that you may have the opportunity rather than staying. Uh, you may be able to stay outside the village, like further out than even the graveyard, and track them, see what happens from the exterior rather than staying in. But only, you, you determine this after being here and seeing how things have played out. No. Does it profit us to stay in the village this evening, or should we see if we can take an observational rule from outside of the place? I'd say the only pros to staying in the village would be relative safety, and we could get a beat on what this shadow that we've heard mentioned could be. Oh. But, listening to what you said, we could also untie this woman, tie a rope to her, and follow her around, because if they're aimlessly wondering, like you're saying, I was going to say you told us, mm. that we could figure out what, like searching for something, or heading to a specific place. Well, there's an could idea. We keep the other end of this rope and follow this one. Well, I'm down for it. What rope do we have? Um, I got 50. You each should have 50, I yeah, imagine. 50. Yeah, it's like generic. Well, yes, I also have 50 feet. Yes, so let's, I'd let's say it like probably... Let's get like a 100 foot length of rope on this this body. Okay, um, I'll offer my rope for that. Yeah, I, I get my uh, rope. But, now, I, I'm not worried about where I will stay because my shoes allow me to climb any surface. Um, should we see the fastness to spend the evening? 
Well, if, uh, concerned about the place as well, we could have one of us stay down with, uh, the guy we met and kind of help Ventus. him out, Ventus, during the night while you guys, uh, whoever else just tracks this lady's whereabouts. I mean, we, we could split up. Mm. Where is the splitting up a little bird in the dungeon, Master? You um. guys do you. <laughs> I've, I have a somewhat decent plan for trying to handle the shadow creature, but it would work a lot better if we were all there to be able to then take care of it. Right. Um, two of us, we, we could probably do some damage, but if there is a shadow creature, we could, I can make it more noticeable. Very well. Shall we find a place to stay until the evening, then? Yeah. Are we going to camp out out here and follow this woman around, or are we going to go back to the town and see what the night's like? We may be able to find out both the points to stay out here. Yeah, let's just follow the, uh, the lady. Okay. Yeah, let's follow the lady. Okay. Uh, so you guys can spend some time looking for an area to hide if you'd like, because um, you still have 30, 45 minutes before you would have needed to leave. So you have two and a half hours before nightfall, roughly. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, how big is this cemetery, like in terms of feet? It's not perfect square or anything, but it's roughly 100 feet by 75 to another 100 feet, so it's almost a square, but it kind of, some of them are scattered a bit out further than others. All right, how far away is like the closest tree? Uh, you could probably, I would say 150 feet. Or the okay. side that's only, yeah, I mean, from where you're standing, where that grave is. Mm-hmm. Um, 75 feet because that was like 100 feet from like across so you guys are towards the edge of it on the newer grave so you're only maybe 50 feet from the forest um, to a pretty good sized tree it's a, a tall uh, pine okay uh, so can we say does everybody have 50 feet of rope yes yeah yeah, can we tie it all into end so we've got a 200 foot line on this uh, yeah. body? I'd say yeah. it's going to be about 180 feet, or 190 feet. It's going to take 10 feet to tie it around the base of, or around the stomach a few times and knot it. But that's okay. more than enough. Yeah. All right, and I will take the other end of that and climb up the nearest tree to the top, and that's where I'm going to stay uh, at sundown. Okay. Is there any, like, uh, brushery? 
there's some thick brushes actually near the tree where he's located that he climbed up with that rope. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get into those bushes and hide. You're going to hide in the bush? Yep. And I'm going to... Don't get lost. I'm going to cast invisibility on myself as well. That lasts for what, an hour? Uh, but it gets more like towards sundown. Okay, so right at sundown yeah. you're going to cast invisibility on yourself? Yeah, so... Uh, I'm able to communicate magically with any of you as long as you are within 120 feet of me. Alright. Uh, I am skilled in the art of concealment. And so I should be able to safely follow this body with the rest of you trailing further behind me. Um, I can communicate with you, uh, and you can communicate back to me after I have communicated to you. But this will allow us to keep some distance from the main body of these um, corpses. Okay. I'll go like 80 feet back from where I saw him climb the tree and just kind of post up somewhere so we find some bushes or trees over there. Okay. Is that what you're doing as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, nighttime comes. Sun sets. You each are taking your positions. Um, as the sun sets, literally as it dips, the last bit of light shining out in a green emerald flash across the sky, it turns to blackness and you hear the sounds of movement coming from the graveyard. Each of you with, with dark vision, uh, you guys are a little far outside the 60 feet, uh, or I guess everyone else is pretty close enough to see it. Um, you see bodies begin to rise out of the ground. Um, that girl's body doesn't move until a bit, uh, uh, most of them have already risen and they've clawed out of the ground. You see dirt spilling off of these bodies. Some of them just part of their skull is shining through. Um, the moonlight, it being a clear sky, there are two moons in the sky on this planet. The light of them reflect off the bones. Some of them are solid skeletons. You see them begin to slumber off. Creaking sounds all towards the village, in the direction of the village. Um, Sid, you begin to feel the rope tugging at your hand. Um, and you hear actually a sound in the distance. <laughs> I'm going to very quietly uh, sort of make my way down the tree and I'll use the message cantrip and, and point at uh, Thelonious and say the body is moving. Uh, and then I'll, I'll tell him the general direction that I'm moving in. Uh, I'm going to head that way. <clears throat> Alright, I'm just trying to stealthily follow this body from far enough away that it doesn't notice me. Okay. Are you like holding the rope tightly or do you have it tied around yourself? How do you how do you have it? Uh I am holding it and I'm mostly I'm I'm keeping slack, but not so much that I can't tell where the body at the other end is going. Like okay. I'm not like trying to resist her or anything. I'm just letting it tug a little bit so I know what direction she's headed in. So it's about 170-ish feet from you. Um, uh, I won't even make you make a stealth roll because that's so far away. Um, you may 
it may get tangled up in the trees possibly just from the, the length of the rope. Um, we'll deal with that when it happens. Yeah. Um, but you notice that these, uh, she's not alone. There are probably, she's about the middle of the pack of about 50 bodies. Um, mm. There are a few that are only maybe 30 feet from you, 40 feet from you. Um, but you being the skilled, um, stealthy rogue that you are, you pretty successfully and quietly, naturally walk amongst the brush. Um, once you enter the forest, you can give me a stealth roll. Okay. That is going to be 29. 29. Okay. So you are able to keep, for most of the way, the rest of your party following. How far are you guys following behind him? Uh, I'd say about 20 feet for me. I'd say about 50 feet for me. So you're 20 feet. What type of armor are you in? I'm in leather. Leather? 50 feet, so you're 20 feet behind him. Thelonious is 50 feet behind him. Yeah. How far behind are you falling? I'm probably just going to stick right with Thelonious. Uh, At this point, is my uh, invisibility still going off? Oh, yeah. It's still there. I don't, for the distance you guys are, you guys are more than 60 feet away from the nearest one. He's not, but you guys are, so you don't even need a stealth roll for that. Um, yeah, these creatures slumber, it takes them much longer than it did for you, uh, roughly four hours to get to the village. Um, luckily your rope... They, they go directly to the village. Correct. Okay, in that four hours, does it seem like they're being joined by others from all directions? Um, uh, you do hear some... in all directions around you heading kind of with you um, in the direction of the, the village. None behind okay. you though. Like it doesn't sound like there's some more coming from behind you. Gotcha. Can you tell if they're being controlled by anything? Um, it feels like they're being, like they're very directly moving towards the village. They're not aimlessly wandering. So they're kind of being drawn towards the village. You could, you could determine that probably that it seems like they're something's drawing them to that specific point. I have my longbow out. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm ready for a fight when it comes up. Okay. What are you guys doing? Just gonna keep following? Yeah. Uh, does it go? Do they go to a particular place in the village once they get there? So for you guys, by the time the rope stops pulling at your your wrists or your hand, and it goes slack, you're probably still 50 feet, or I would say 30 feet into the forest. So you would need to okay. really. Move. Uh, I'll continue forward. Okay. Um, uh, I'll try to conceal myself around my corners of houses. I'll climb on top of roots if I can. Okay, give me a stealth roll. Um, did you let go of the rope? Uh, I'm hanging on to it the whole time. 
try to use this girl as like a case study for like the the whole group of undead. Okay. Um, what was your stealth roll? Oh. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. continue to try to conceal myself and if it's convenient to climb onto rooftops to do that then I will do that as well. Okay, all of the buildings are um, single I'm mainly story. trying to see where this specific body went. Okay. Um, you can get onto one of the homes, uh, the single they're all all the buildings except for the the, the inn are single story. Um, mm -hmm. so you get on top of one of the homes and you can see you can see the um, the, the girl that the rope is tied around, she's kind of just meandering around the village. Um, not in any one direction, but they're all kind of just like staying within the limits of the buildings, like surrounding them. It's not like they're they're roaming back into the forest at all. They're all staying in the town, in the village. Do they seem to be congregating around anything in particular? Uh, not anything in particular, no. Um, just staying within the village. Okay. I'll relay that information to my compatriots. So they're not moving in any particular pattern, they're just heading towards the village. Yeah. Uh, do... From my vantage, do I see anything besides just these bodies? Uh, give me a perception check. All of you can do that as well if you're watching over the village. Anyone who's watching over the village can do a perception check. Five. What is it? Five. Five? Both of you got a five. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so in the low lights of the moons, you can't really determine anything except for you, Farlin. You notice something moving in the dark shadows of the buildings, um, moving amongst the dead. Um, I would say average height. You can't see what it is because it's cloaked in shadow itself. What do you do? I'm not... actually? How far am I from you? You were on the edge of the forest watching over... Uh, 100 feet, give or take. 150, that's something possible. I can communicate with Don, right? Don can communicate with you. And you can, I believe, they can answer with a sentence back. 
Yes, the message can trip. So when I message them, they can immediately give like one sentence back. Yeah. Um, I, I would be like periodically in contact, like. Do I see the shadow as well? Or is he farther ahead of me? I know he's like 20 feet ahead of me. Or will we see where his arrow goes? You guys will see that. Can I actually notch, uh, tie a little bit of the, put a little oil and uh, things from my kit? You're like on fire? I'm going to light my arrow on fire so that they I will say that will give them advantage to notice, but that will make the, you disadvantage to fire it because it's going to wait at them. Okay. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. Okay, so you guys will be able to notice it, but he's going to have disadvantage because he's lighting the tip on fire for the shot. Okay. Um, and at that point, all of us roll initiative just in case, depending on how this plays out. Um, Flies overhead of it, and they all they see is an obscured, shadowy figure. Um, but the arrow pins into the side of the building that it was standing in the shadows of, and the fire begins to like grow a little bit. Not setting the whole building on fire, but it's definitely not dying out. <laughs> all right. And at that point, you see the shadow or a hiss. You hear a hiss, specifically those who's in the village. Only Sid, right? Everyone yeah. else is surrounded. I'm right at the edge of the village. Sid, you hear a hiss. Um, let's see. What languages do you speak, Sid? Common, uh, Elvish, and Seascant. Okay. Um, you don't understand it, but it's very menacing sounding. And uh, then you see the shadow dart off. Not into the woods, but into the, another group of shadows, and you lose sight of it. Uh, 
I'll, I'll message Phil and tell him what happened and what direction it went in. Uh, and then I'm going to attempt to follow, uh, keeping to the roofs where I can, but I will venture to the ground if I have to. Are you keeping the rope still? Um, I'm going to tie the rope off okay. before I go. Um, you can tie it off to say like a door handle of one of the buildings or... Like anything sturdy enough, like... You have enough feet actually, you can tie it around one of those buildings. <laughs> one of the houses, the house you yeah, want to talk about. I, I really don't care where specifically as long as I know where to get it later. Yeah, it's tied around one of the house you had gotten onto the roof on the <laughs> end of town. Um, and then you, you said you're moving off after it? Uh, yes, I'd like to remain concealed if I can. Alright, so let's go ahead and you enter combat, but that's where we're going to end tonight since we're getting close to ending time. Okay. So we will pick up this session next time, beginning combat. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ready Dice Roll podcast. Continue the adventure with the next episode.